Right to Brighton is recorded live in front of a YouTube audience. Spooky and I really should be the first people you, you turn to. Anytime there's a big event, you turn to us first, we'll, we'll sort you out. We'll tell you exactly what to think. Don't, don't go out there and think anything on your own. That would be dangerous. A man suspected of killing an Iowa college student and fighting for body in a cornfield is due in court today. President Trump's former personal lawyer, Michael Cohen, pleaded guilty to criminal charges of his own. Hey, here uh, we are yet again, another episode of Right to Bride, America's journalist, right back where we should be. And whether you're joining us from the OIWD studios here live on the free speech platform of YouTube.com or you are one of our commuters, uh, we definitely are happy that you're here and uh, a lot of good stuff ahead of us. Um, Spicky is running a little bit behind. That's kind of an issue. Uh, but he should be here at least for the second hour. So for the first hour, um, we at least have this going on, but you know, it should be nice. It's kind of, uh, it's kind of intimate, you know, just a, uh, just a little, little you and I sitting here, um, enjoying one another's company as I'm sure you're playing video games or, uh, in your car or, you know, doing something, uh, highly productive and, and very white. I'm, I'm almost certain of it. Um, you know, <laughs> that's that's what you're up to. But uh, we got a lot. We do have a lot of stuff here. There's a lot of it that I'm going to get to. I'm mainly going to cover the, um, uh, the 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 legal issues. The uh, the Michael Cohen, you know, that wonderful fella. I wouldn't look too deep into, uh, you know, who who uh, his relatives are or anything like that. Uh, the Manafort trial. Um, you know, we got uh, Amwan, Imran Awan. Uh, just he's you know he's a good guy. He didn't do anything. Um, but one thing I wanted to kind of give a, a big, uh, a big lesson on, I guess, uh, would be the thing is, uh, we've gotten a lot of, a lot of people since we came up with, uh, OIWD and it occurred to me, it was actually, it was, uh, FUD, uh, who didn't know what OIWD was. So I figured I'd take this opportunity to explain to people that, you know, weren't here six, seven months ago when we, uh. Uh, did that bit. What OIWD is? OIWD is Operation Identity Workers Division. Uh, and it's a death cult um, where you have to ruin your life and possibly get arrested for us. And we came up with that whole bit and we took it off of uh, uh, Operation Homeland, now defunct. Uh, Identity Europa, looks like they're still around. Uh, uh, workers from the TWP. They're also now defunct. And then the uh, Adam Waffen Division. So Operation Identity Workers Division. Uh, and if you can get with uh, good old Pete Glassbreaker, I'm pretty sure he probably still has some of the flyers because it's very important that you put flyers up uh, in, in Subway. I think it was Subway bathrooms, um, of which, <laughs> which he did, which was a very funny, uh, very funny thing and a good time to be had by all. But I wanted to quickly get into that, uh, just kind of, 
you know, while, while we have the time, while we have the time, while we're waiting on Spicky, we'll likely be, just be here in about, um, about 8 o'clock uh, if, you're, if you're watching live from the OIWD studios. Now, I'm going to bore you with a bunch of the legal stuff here in a second. Uh, and, and, and it's, you're, you're smart people for the most part. You've probably come to a lot of the same conclusions that I have. Um, but I'll tell you who's not a smart fella. I found this on Twitter and then I found a mirror of it on YouTube. Uh, and this is an older gentleman. Um, and he appears to be wearing a grill and he's obviously on Snapchat and, uh, you'll just, you get the audio you know we're not uh, we're not that technologically advanced just yet. Although I did get a new video card recently, so it would be possible. But I'm not going to mess with OBS because we have enough OBS problems as it is. So this guy is wearing a um, uh, "Make American Donald Trump." Uh. Uh, "Make American Donald Trump." <laughs> Let's. I want that hat actually. "Make American Donald Trump." Let's do it. <laughs> Hat, and what do we think about Donald Trump? His daughter comes into frame now, and she's black. So, go ahead and make of that what you might want to make of that. Uh, he's white, um, but you know, okay, we'll <laughs> keep going here with the Snapchat caption underneath of this is uh, fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> Listen, he's right over here. See that red hat right there. I will give you $100 if you walk up and knock that hat off. Who's that? Oh, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Let me get front. Let me get front. Fuck Trump. <laughs> now, they appear to be in a mall, uh, which I'm, I'm not exactly sure why people would go to malls. All of the mall is on Amazon, and, like, Jeff Bezos uses that money to, like, I don't know, like eat children or something like that. I don't, I don't know what he's doing, you know, most of the time. But uh, this guy's older, like older, you know. Uh, <laughs> that all, yeah, you take that 15-year-old child at the mall. I'm teaching my little dark one to, uh, to, to assault strangers just for no fucking reason. I had the uh, I had, had the theory for a while that when when uh, the 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 thug culture got wind of uh, you know YouTube live streaming and super chats that it was going to end up being a problem, um, but oddly enough it it really wasn't. We just got Straight Drop, which is the best YouTube channel on all of YouTube. Uh, but man, that I guess they're still using the Instagram lives and 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 then in this case the. Uh, the Snapchat. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm not sure what's more disturbing. First of all, the guy's glasses, they're black with some, some gold flavoring around it. Right. Uh, he clearly has a grill and he's carrying around a, like a toothpick, but like a really long toothpick. So he obviously got done eating some, some type of kebab. Um, and I, I, I mean, I, okay. I'm assuming that his like wife or, or girlfriend or whatever is, is the, cause he's, I mean, if he has a grill, right. I would assume that he might be dating a black chick. Right. And not, you know, like, I, I mean, it could be a kid from another, 
another marriage or, or something. I'm not I'm not exactly sure. But that is um that that's still going so very very strong. And you know, uh, you could argue okay, that's that's arguably non-violent. It's just douchebaggery that you would see on World Star Hip Hop. Um, no one was killed. Um but this man who appears to at least be in his early 40s is perfectly fine. Let's go punk out a 15-year-old kid. The kid was white, clearly. Like, a little, little likely guy. Looks like me, you know. And you might wonder, okay, what the hell is fueling all of this? Besides the uh, the vitriol from certain parts of the... Uh, of the hip hop community. I mean, obviously not Takashi six, nine. He's fantastic. And he's on board, uh, with, uh, the, Trump, with the Trump agenda. Um, he's not, but it's, it's still fun to, uh, it's fun to dream. And in, in the way that he did that interview, he actually, he did an interview where he said that he didn't, he thought that Trump was a good president. So the internet lost their fucking mind, but, uh, we'll see if he's going to end up going to prison or not. I'm hoping not. Like the only way that him going to prison could be a cool thing is if he ends up in the same prison as Bobby Shmurda and then they just make a fucking album together. Right. And they just pipe it out through the phones and they just have this awesome album of Bobby Shmurda and Takashi six, nine, but that's probably not going to be the case. So let's, uh, and Bobby Shmurda gets out in 2020, actually. Um, you know, he got brought up on the old, uh, I think it was like conspiracy, murder and conspiracy to commit murder and and rapping about it. Um, but uh, you know, not a not a smart guy, but good music. You know, I uh, I, I just I just found that uh, a little not alarming. I guess I mean there's certainly far more th- alarming uh, things, but I figured it was a good place to just start the show uh, since that seems to be the. Um, uh, attitude of at least i don't know 40 percent of the country you know they like to say you know oh well hillary won the popular vote and like you know at least half the country disagrees with donald trump well that's not true you know as we've seen the poll numbers uh, go up for president trump and his job approval rating they still don't like his attitude towards things uh and there are times honestly like as much as i love his tweets there are times where i'm like Oh, I wish you hadn't done that. Jeez, ah, dude, you just can't leave well enough alone. But that's the guy we elected, and we knew. It was going to, you know, he's a loud mouth, can't shut him up, right? But there's a, a big portion of the country that is willing to do whatever it takes uh, to not only silence you for supporting the president or views that they don't agree with, even if you don't like uh, necessarily what the president is doing. I know there's a lot of people I see on the Twitter that are just all upset about this, that, and the other, and 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 think that, you know, oh, he's screwed, Michael Cohen, Michael Cohen. That's not the case, and we'll get to that. But there's a portion of the country that is willing to do whatever it takes, and that's a very small, small representation of that, is like the mockery and, and, and just there was no reason to do that. Um, I, but we'll go ahead and, uh, we'll go ahead and jump into the, into the Michael Cohen stuff. Um, cause, uh, yeah, this should be a good one. Spicky will be here soon.
You are now cordially invited to ride shotgun in the smart car of hate. Buckle up, motherfuckers. It's right to ride. Okay, so Michael Cohen, um, obviously a very good guy, stand-up guy, great Jewish New York lawyer, um, you know, longtime attorney of, of Trump, uh, and, and it's, it's strange. Okay, I, I've not liked Michael Cohen for, you know, my, my own reasons, uh, but I figure, hey, if you're, if you're a New York real estate mogul, you got to have one of these guys. Everybody has a Michael Cohen. You have to, all right? And he's, he's now uh, taking a plea deal. He's taking a plea. You've got, uh, you've got the whole Democrat Party, the whole left media, all of that excited as shit. They think, oh, man, he's flipped on Trump. He's flipped on Trump. If he actually flipped, if there was anything to offer, Robert Mueller would not have given up this case to the uh, uh, New York Southern Federal District there, the guys that are, that are handling all this. And he wouldn't have gotten three to five years. That's what he's facing right now. He had another lawyer before this, uh, this fellow. I think his name was Schwartz, something like that. Uh, and he has a new one, uh, Lanny Davis. And Lanny Davis is a goofball. Lanny Davis is a cartoon caricature of a fucking lawyer. And now we're hearing uh, from Lanny Davis, from Lanny Davis. You'll get to hear him in a second from this, from this clip. Uh, Lanny Davis, that Michael Cohen's not going, not going to accept a pardon from Trump. He wants to work with the Mueller team. He's ready to ready to just just turn everything over and tell them what he knows. About what, Mike? About what? Guys, I, I I know this seems like such a long time ago, but wasn't this whole investigation supposed to be about Russia? Russian collusion? They don't even call it the Russia probe anymore, the Mueller-Russia probe. It's just the Mueller investigation, which is how all of these special uh, invest counsel investigations always go. Just a nice creeping out until they find something. Do you think Bill Clinton got in trouble because he, you know, came on that bitch's dress? That's not what happened. They didn't start with that. They weren't like, she looks fat and slutty. That's not how it went down, but it crept on out. And then now we know that, you know, Bill Clinton, like, totally rapes people. But I, nothing here has anything to do with Donald Trump, anything that they found so far. Because you have Manafort. We'll get to Manafort here in a second. That's not really that bad. Um, and then the, the Michael Cohen. Because when they found out that Paul Manafort, there was, what was it, 10? There was 10 charges that they were like, yeah, sorry, not guilty. Guilty on eight charges, but we know Manafort's guilty of sin, okay? He, you know, he lied on tax forms and, and he did some little bank fraud shit, right? They dug all of that up from years and years and years ago to try to put pressure on Paul Manafort. They put him in solitary confinement. And this motherfucker, he still has um, a trial in D.C. that's coming up. And I think he's honestly probably fucked there. But none of this matters. I'm sure the president's going to pardon the guy. And if he doesn't, I honestly don't really care. 
The only reason that I think it's shitty what happened to Manafort is this was all dead and gone in the past and he was busy, you know, buying ostrich coats and like watching his wife get plowed, I guess, you know, because that's apparently what he's into. Um, you should go to jail just for that. But he, uh, you know, he's, ha he's having this, this, this whole this whole nice thing go on. Uh, and then they dig it up. And it's because for three months he was on the Trump campaign. They have to find something. Michael Cohen, they got to raid his office. They have to raid the man's office. Well, what are you going to find? What are you going to find? Oh, he's been recording his fucking client. That's weird. That's sneaky. But it's exactly the type of behavior I would expect from Michael Cohen, who, again, don't look into it. But So fine. He pleads guilty. He's like, okay, uh... I, I I committed uh, what they are accusing me of, which is some some campaign finance violations here, a felony. Except uh, this is how bad of a lawyer Lanny Davis is, and how bad of a lawyer this is old lawyer Schwartz is. Is uh, he should have taken this shit to trial? Because nothing that he's been accused of has been proven to have you know actually happened or to actually be illegal. Campaign finance law is so completely, uh, purposely convoluted and bullshit. It's kind of like tax law. It's the same thing. It's how they get everybody. It's so bullshit that, eh, could have gone either way. Do I think Donald Trump fucked those whores? Eh, probably. Uh, do I think he paid them off? Eh, probably. Do I think he did that legally? Eh, who knows? But even if it was illegal, which is yet to be seen, even if it was, I mean, you know, it's, I, Cohen's fucked. You know, he's already, he's already said his piece. He's stupid. He's impatient. He didn't get a good lawyer. He didn't, you know, he's just bad. He's fucked. He's doing his thing. You know, wave goodbye to your pardon as well. It, it never went to a judge. It never, it never went to anybody besides the prosecution saying, hey, we're going to come after you for this. And him buckling under the pressure and saying, okay, well, I guess that's, you know, that's what I'm going to do. But if you don't, if you haven't heard Lanny Davis on, uh, on any of these TV shows lately, you're in for a treat. Cause this guy sounds like an absolute cartoon character. He doesn't even sound like a real person. And he doesn't look like a real person. He kind of sounds like a uh, droopy dog. So keep that in your in your mind here. This is the clip that I have here. We're gonna kind of have to, you know, pause and, uh, uh, you know, do do a lot of things with it. Um, but uh, he was on Megyn Kelly's show, which I I did not know that Megyn Kelly like had a show. Okay, but apparently she's like a morning show host on I think it's like CBS or something like that. Really falling a far away uh, from you know being a moderator. Uh, from for presidential debates there uh there Maggie uh not good stuff joining us now live from Washington is Mr. Cohen's attorney Lanny Davis great to see you Lanny thank you for being here Hi, Megan all right time. so let me just take you back to March uh this past March when Cohen had a different lawyer named David Schwartz who came on this program and I asked him about Mr. Cohen's claim at that time that Trump really had nothing to do with this, that Michael Cohen took care of it without Trump's knowledge. He paid off Stormy Daniels. It was one hundred and thirty thousand bucks. And Trump had nothing to do with it. Here's that. Here's part of that exchange. Listen. 
Michael Cohen signed the deal. Donald Trump didn't. And you are right. claiming that Michael Cohen, the president's lawyer and fixer, the Ray Donovan character, right. never, ever told Donald never. Trump about it. Never, never, never told him. And Michael Cohen d- dispensed $130,000 of his own money and never sought reimbursement from uh, Donald Trump. 100 percent. So, so the way the, no one believes that, David. Yeah, I, <laughs> no one believes that, David. I said, and it turns out it, it was not true. No one believes that, David. I said, yeah, wait a but it just just, uh, you know, reiterate like, hey, hey, I had a good one there. I- I'm still a real journalist. Me, Megan, Megan, Megan Kelly with blood coming out of my. Right. It wasn't true. Was not true. Why was his lawyer on national television saying it was? I have no idea. Does, did Michael Cohen claim that initially? I mean, are we is David Schwartz misrepresenting there or is Michael Cohen the misrepresenter? I can only guess, and it's not fair to Michael for me to guess, that he's undergone a a transformation and evolution, whatever the word is, where he did a lot of things to defend Donald Trump that he now regrets. He's a new person. When he first called me, he told me that he was changing his life and now telling the truth about Donald Trump, and that's why he wanted me to help him. It took me about two weeks to decide. Uh, it took him about 30 fucking seconds to decide. But, I mean, listen to that nice story there. Uh, you know, it's just uh, the guilt just laid on him, and uh, he just, uh, uh, you know, he had to just really get the truth out there about Donald Trump. I mean, he really wanted to turn his life around. He, he was going to school and shit. He he sounds like he sounds like uh, uh, you know like when an inner city child uh, of of twenty five uh, is shot robbing a convenience store you know like he was really Michael Michael Cohen just he he needed to turn his life around after years of being a complete scumbag years of just being a scummy New York uh, attorney you know a fixer. Uh, that's 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 what he has been referred to as is Donald Trump's fixer, and the media hated this guy and all of that, uh, and and to a certain degree I hope that they still do, um, but the way they treat Stormy Daniels, you know, who just shoves dick in her fucking uh, front hole for money, uh, you know, who knows? To agree of intense conversation with him, I suspect Mr. Schwartz may have been uh, listening to something that was not true the, the, uh, in defense of Donald Trump. The old the old Michael Cohen um, said that he did this to protect Donald Trump and his family, that he would have done this 10 years before an election, 10 days before an election, didn't have anything to do with an election, which is how John Edwards got out of paying off his mistress uh, prior to his presidential race. What changed? I mean, uh, for those that don't remember, John Edwards, um, so his wife, like, had cancer and shit, and then he started banging this broad, uh, and then he, uh, like, paid her to, to shut the fuck up, and uh, then it went to court, and he was acquitted of everything. Um, so, you know, just, that's a little, it's a little history on that. Um, Is, was that not true at the time? This was, Michael Cohen now admits, to protect Donald Trump's election chances. Well, he admitted under oath in federal district court yesterday that he was directed and it was coordinated by Mr. Trump. But we're see, I'm asking Trump. about motive now, motive for the payment. Also, for the record, uh, he never once said uh, he was directed or coordinated by Mr. Trump. What he said, and the, the QAnon conspiracy theorists can go ahead and lose their mind over this, uh, he said he was directed by a candidate. I mean, 
wouldn't it be funny if it was Jill Stein? You know, is all I was thinking there. But, um, yeah, he's already blown his credibility. Um, there's there's that tape where they're talking about money, but we're just assuming that that's what they're talking about. And I, it should be noted here that Donald Trump funded a lot of his own campaign. So if he dumps that money into the campaign and that money goes to an NDA, it's not illegal, say some. Again, this shit is so convoluted and fucking retarded on purpose because it's written by a bunch of retarded people, okay? Um, that it, it'll just get who they want to get. So hopefully, you know, Giuliani's on the case here. Motive for the payment in his sworn statement before a judge yesterday was the principal purpose was because of concern about the effect on a presidential election. That doesn't matter, actually. Um, you, you can he says principal purpose. Uh, I believe that Cohn was totally pressured into, you know, he's going to say anything that he can get to only get three to five. All right. They've they've got their fucking hands on this dude's nuts. But um the principal purpose could be, I don't want my wife to find out. And yeah, a secondary purpose of that is like, hey, it'd be shitty if this came out before the election, of which these fucking whores gallivanting around me like, I fucked Donald Trump. You are a slut with fucking HPV. You're terrible. You're horrible. We need to ban all women from being around Donald Trump for his own good, honestly, as well. But, you know, I wouldn't want his wife to find out. Oh, the, the principal purpose could be, I don't want it to hurt you know, my industry, anything like that. Good luck deciding in court what the principal purpose was based on an asshole who everybody knows is a liar. And it only gets better uh, as as Mr. Uh, Lanny Davis goes on with just his TV lawyer bullshit. I wish Judge Judy would just choke slam this dude. Which is a crime that he admitted to. And Mr. Trump having directed him to do that would be equally guilty of that crime. Does he, does Michael Cohen believe that Donald Trump committed a felony? There's no question that having pled to a felony yesterday and saying that Mr. Trump directed him to do what he did, that Mr. Trump would be guilty of the same crime as... Oh, I mean, except if maybe, um, you know, Cohen was a fucking liar, you know. That would, that, that would raise some question. Because your, um, your client has zero credibility, like, at all, Lanny. None. As I tweeted yesterday, one could not be true without the other being true. Mm -hmm. And there's uh, no denying that Rudy Giuliani himself said that when Trump lied on Air Force One and said he didn't know anything about this, he really did. He knew about it. And there's Rudy Giuliani throwing a client under the bus. I mean, Giuliani, Giuliani told the Wall Street Journal that Trump didn't necessarily know about the payment at the time it was made, but that he did reimburse Cohen. You claim that he submitted a letter to the court, that, that Giuliani or, or, or Trump's lawyers committed a letter to the court, taking full ownership of it, that, tr that Trump, they admit now? Is that what you're representing, that some letter to the court admits that Trump directed this? Well, I'm looking at uh, where I remember seeing a letter, and I have to admit that I'm looking for that letter. Where'd you lose it, pal? But I do remember very clearly Rudy Giuliani saying that Donald Trump lied on Air Force One when he said he didn't know about it. He, Giuliani Michael, said 
he he reimbursed the payment. But Giuliani, to my recollection, has never admitted that Trump knew about it at the time, nor admitted that Trump directed right. it. Joining us now live from Washington oh, is Mr. No. Cohen's attorney, Lanny Davis. Oh, Great no, to I've see you. Thanks for being here. Megan. All right. Time. So let me just take you back. To okay. So, no, that was the end of it there. Um so yeah, there, there's Miss uh, Megan Kelly. I'm I'm a real journalist, and and she's doing a good job of, uh, you know, hitting old Lanny Davis a little bit. Uh, I, whatever. I'm. Uh, I think that Rudy Giuliani specifically said so. He lied to the press about not knowing about it. That's not a crime. So, uh, putting the pieces together, you have federal prosecutors in Manhattan, and you have Michael Cohen saying that specifically. Donald Trump directed and coordinated this payment, and is, that's a crime. Is there another shoe to drop in this case? I mean, yeah, I know that you told Rachel Maddow, uh, Cohen has knowledge about that Trump Tower meeting, about uh, the possibility of conspiracy to collude and corrupt the election, about uh, the computer crime of hacking, this is quoting you now, and whether Donald Trump knew about it ahead of time. Um, and even it's been reported, you said Michael Cohen might have information for the prosecutors or for Mueller, um, that relate to the, the charitable foundation of the Trump family. Is all of that true? Do you stand by all of that? Well, I didn't tell Rachel Maddow anything about the Trump Tower meeting. I did say that it was my observation, because I can't reveal what my client has told me. He'll have to wait for Mr. Mueller and that conversation. Uh, but I did say Joining us now live that from Washington is Mr. there Cohen's is attorney, certainly Manny. something of interest to Mr. Mueller concerning... Mr. Trump's knowledge of the hacking of a computer that was done and that could be a criminal offense. And do you uh, believe, that Jan at this point, based on what you know from Michael Cohen, you can't share it with us, but do you believe that Donald uh, Trump is committed Jan more than, than the felonies you've accused him of, more than just this election payoff? Yes, I do believe that based on the law of conspiracy, which is. There we go. Okay. So I'm going to have to back that up a little bit. Um, yes, I do believe that based on it. the law. Jeez. Okay. So let's let's get to the fucking Mueller thing for a second. Uh, he's now saying, okay, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to Mueller. I'm going to go to Mueller. And like, I believe that there's uh, a lot to do with the, uh, the Russian hacking. You got to remember guys that there has never been any uh, conclusive evidence of any, any Russian hacking. And why is that? That's because the DNC said that they were going to investigate it themselves when the fucking FBI was like, would you like us to maybe do our jobs and look into that? They were like, oh, no, we're going to deal with it internally. And the reason is for what we've seen on WikiLeaks, uh, which is my personal belief might have come from a certain fellow that you see me wearing, drinking a beer and wearing American flag uh, pants. Um, you know his name. You know his name. Uh, but... This is um, this is typical TV lawyer bullshit. Lenny Davis knows that there's nothing, um, nothing there. The there's no crime that the president has has committed that they've got him on. Uh, all of this is just bad fucking PR, real bad PR. At least they're attempting to make bad PR. I don't think anybody fucking cares. I really don't. We don't care if he fucked those bitches. We don't care if he should have to pay a fine for some campaign bullshit. We don't care. 
Everybody who is on Trump's side at this point doesn't give a fuck because none of this has to do with Russia. We don't even know that Russia hacked. Oh, Russian hacking. Because you remember these same people are the ones that are going around saying Russia hacked the election, as in like changing votes and stuff. But you remember Rod Rosenstein, another guy, don't look into that at all, that, you know, Deputy, General, uh, Deputy Attorney General uh, uh, said when he, uh, you know, was uh, like, hey, we need, to, we need to do something about these, uh, uh, you know, Russians here. We got 13 of them or whatever. He was like, oh, but by the way, no votes were changed. We have the, nothing, nothing. Just kind of in the middle, really quick snippet. None of the media ran with it. A lot of other people, perhaps, named Rosenstein. <sighs> it's anger. It's angering. But at the end, he kind of gets his. Of conspiracy which is a, if a group of people get together with a Russian agent and one of the participants of the meeting is told we have dirt on Hillary Clinton and he says, I love it. Uh, any overt act after that meeting to implement a plan of putting dirt out on Hillary Clinton that might involve the illegal invasion of a computer by hacking would be a criminal conspiracy. We'll just Okay, yeah, great. But again, where's the fucking hacking, bro? I don't remember in that email Don Jr. being like, I love it. You know what? Hack their fucking servers. That never happened. It was not real. We know what happened in that meeting. We know what happened. It was bullshit. And we know the person that got that meeting going there has connections to, uh, to, to fucking uh, Fusion GPS who Bruce Orr's goddamn wife works for. And speaking of Fusion GPS... Okay, uh, getting dirt on somebody. Then let's talk about the Christopher fucking Steele dossier. But that's not something that you get to see on CNN and MSNBC. The, and honestly, the only uh, there's only a few people that are really covering that. It's just not in the, you know, it's, it's just not in the thing because it's not sexy. It's it's too convoluted, and it doesn't fit the Donald Trump Russian fucking agent narrative. Because that's where they're going. We already saw the one. Uh, article a while back. I, it was New York Times or somebody like like, like that. But uh, could Donald Trump have been a Russian agent since 1987? This is the weird, this is the weird fantasy world that we're living in. All this is uh, a giant play. It 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 makes these people feel better, and it's more scary if somebody like Lanny Davis believes this bullshit. It's an act. If it's not an act, then we're in some serious trouble. That means, like, everybody out there is, like, Alex Jones serious about this. And I think a lot of people are. I think a lot of people, like, Maxine Waters absolutely, like, believes this shit. I don't believe Chuck Schumer does. I think he just says it. And after a while, what happens to, uh, what happens when you keep repeating a lie? You believe it. So I think a lot of them just, like, kind of suckered themselves into believing this shit. But they wake up every fucking day waiting for something like this. And this is supposed to be Donald Trump's worst day in his whole presidency. Michael Cohen, his longtime lawyer, flipped. That's not... That's not what happened. Facts that Mr. Mueller is looking at. And one, and one other question. Do you believe that... So you believe Donald Trump has committed multiple felonies outside of election finance law. Do you believe that his family members have? His sons... His daughter, anyone else? What are you talking about? Megan, this is, I understand, it's a morning show. What in the world are you even talking about? This is fantasy make-believe fucking bullshit. 
You got to work with the facts at hand. You just a minute ago, you know, just because you asked somebody a question that you knew that they knew you were going to ask them that see, you know, in an aggressive way, that doesn't mean you're a fucking real journalist. That's why you're on daytime TV, and uh, that's why I'm the uh, most successful uh, broadcaster since uh, PewDiePie. I haven't ever seen any evidence about his daughter. I think that Trump Jr. saying, I love it, participating in the meeting, and then the implementation of the plan at the meeting concerning dirt about Hillary, we saw occur through the hacking of computers by Russian government officials. I'm sorry. What? Oh, this is when they'll be like, well, you know, uh, uh, all these intelligence agencies said that... uh, you know, said that uh, Russia interfered with the election, and uh, uh, you know they they they're hacking. They're sitting there with all uh, you know. They're like, oh yeah, you know the fucking hack. No, 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 no. Sorry, this is this is this is nonsense. We've got we've got nothing on that. And, and let's let's talk about that intelligence agency for a second. How many members of the FBI now have been just totally let go in disgrace? And some of them, like McCabe, are it looks like facing some criminal shit. You know, how many people are being investigated right now? From these, like, pristine, wonderful intelligence communities. It's more than a dozen. It's a lot. These, these, these intelligence agencies that employed Peter Strzok and Lisa, Lisa Page with their just obvious anti-Trump bias. Except for that last line of the IG report, you know, which was like, hey, just forgot everything you were reading. That, uh, that report was kind of like, um, like the end of Dallas. You know, and it's just like, it's all a dream. You know, it was like, wait, what? Didn't make any sense. So, so I, that's what he's doing there. This is all for show. This is all for fucking show. This guy is the Jewish Amorosa. And we'll just okay. have to see whether Mr. Mueller can make that into a crime. Last Could question. Correct- Last question. Is, is Michael Cohen prepared to testify before Congress on this issue or before a grand jury on everything he knows? Michael Cohen has committed to telling the truth to whoever wants him to tell the truth. Beyond that, I'll have to leave that to Mr. Petrillo, his criminal uh, defense lawyer. But could I just take one opportunity to remind everyone that Michael Cohen has suffered? Okay. No, this is the good part. If Spiggy was here, uh, this was the only part I was going to play. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. It's really good. And then I have even better news afterwards. Tragic and difficult experience with his family he's without resources and we've set up a website called michaelcohentruth.com that we're hoping do you hear them laughing do you hear megan kelly's audience laughing about like why would we help out this fucking scumbag that he will get some help from the american people so he can continue to tell the truth they the audience is they don't know if you're ready to donate lanny but i we did check before we went to air it's got Seventy thousand dollars in it so far, and listen, we appreciate you coming on. I, w- I would say the reaction of your audience may be that they're not as interested in getting the truth out about Donald Trump as uh, many other people in the country. Approximately sixty percent of the country would not have the reaction of your audience. Okay. By the way, it's I, was, I overstated. It's twenty thousand. It's not seventy thousand. But you know, for Cohen's Hope, Hope Springs Journal, I guess. Lanny, all the best to you. Thank you. We'll be right back. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're, they're laughing at the guy. Because, obviously, think about it. He's a, he's a little rat. He's a scumbag, dude. Nobody's fucking on board with Michael Cohen. 
you know, he's in the same situation um, in, in a big way that James Comey uh, was and is in. You know, like nobody likes that guy. Just nobody fucking likes him. Uh, left, right, you know, middle, anybody. Nobody likes him. Uh, Michael Cohen, even if you look at the guy, like he's got that like, oh, no, oh, geez. Sorry, I uh, sorry, I committed crimes. And apparently he like, uh, he almost cried like a little bitch in the court. Um, yeah, he should go away with Bobby Shmurda. That'd be good. <laughs> That'd be great. But they were laughing. And this is, uh, this is a common thing that we've seen is, oh, well, I went against Trump and, uh, you know, I lost my job for crimes. Uh, hey, uh, go fund me. And then the money just starts pouring in. Or it's supposed to. Comey wrote a book. You know, at least he did something. Maybe, you know, maybe Michael Cohen will do something in uh, in prison. Um, maybe he can write a book. I don't know. Anything. I, 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 that's funny. But you know how, uh, how old Lanny Davis here? He goes, uh... Buck could take an opportunity to remind everyone that Michael Cohen has suffered a great tragedy. And do, 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 do. Uh, he asked them to go to MichaelCohenTruth.com. And I invite you all, if you're not driving, to go to MichaelCohenTruth.com. Because uh, our wonderful fucking troll president, uh, I'm giving him credit for this one. If you go to MichaelCohenTruth.com, it just redirects you to DonaldJTrump.com. Like, just right away. It just, it just, there you go. Kind of like, remember when uh, he bought the Jeb, uh, I think it was Jeb for president or something like that, and it just redirected. Now, if you go to Michael Cohen Truth Fund, it does, in fact, go to a GoFundMe page. Uh, let's, let's take a look here um, and see uh, if there's actually any. Oh, I can't click the link on there. Uh, because it redirects to DonaldJTrump.com. Um, let's see. Let me let me see how much money this motherfucker has actually raised. Uh, oh no, he's up to one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. All right, he's got a five hundred thousand dollar goal. Uh, on July second, twenty eighteen, Michael Cohen declared his independence from Donald Trump and his commitment to tell the truth. On August twenty first, Michael Cohen made a decision to take legal responsibility and to continue his commitment to the truth. God, uh, is that okay? Maybe, maybe that's uh, that's the angle that uh, you know, like um, uh, Kodak Black's tattoo artist that helped kill XXX Tentacion uh, can take, so he can get like a thing. He's like, you know, he just he had a commitment to the truth. I'm pretty sure he was the one that like snitched on his friends, but all those guys can rot in hell. Fuck them. Um, Michael decided to put his family and his country first. Now Michael needs your financial help to pay his legal fees. The Michael Cohen Truth Fund is a transparent trust account with all donations going to help Michael Cohen and his family as he goes forward on his journey to tell the truth about Donald Trump. I need to check the GoFundMe terms of service, but last I heard, you couldn't use GoFundMe uh, for legal fees. They might have changed that or they might be making an exception but I don't think you're allowed to use GoFundMe for legal fees. Because, you know, like, Strzok never said his was for legal fees. His is just to, like, get whatever is in his ass out of it. Uh, the, the weird bug that makes him squirm around or, like, an exorcism for whatever demon is inside that man. 
I don't think if somebody could get on that um, and check their terms of service, I'll do it later. But uh, might be something worth worth reporting. Might be something worth reporting. But that that's kind of the ins and outs of uh, of of, of uh, Michael Cohen. Um, but what about Manafort? What about old Paul Manafort? So uh, he, he's charged with eight counts of, like I said, just just, just some IRS shit, some uh, bank fraud shit, which is serious stuff, okay? Like, don't do that. Like, don't try that at home. You will get away with it. Uh, he was uh, One of them was hiding money offshores, which I'm sorry. Hold on. Do you guys remember the fucking Panama Papers? And the Paradise Papers? What the fuck happened to that? I know that one journalist was killed over the Panama Papers. You remember those papers? Where they, it was just like, here's a big list of shit from like the f fucking 80s on of people hiding money offshore. It's just rich, powerful people. And nothing happened with that? Well, we better get Manafort on this one hiding money offshore thing. That's not a thing that like really happens. I'm not kidding when I say like these campaign finance laws, these tax laws, all of these things are so purposely convoluted. And so it's supposed to be that way. That way they can only get people that they want to get. You and me, we're too stupid to understand this stuff so we can't get away with anything. Meanwhile, we're paying, you know, Social Security that's supposedly going to run out and like, oh, fuck you, right? Hey, that's $200 out of your check, but eat a dick. It's done that way on purpose. But anyway, so he's getting he's getting that, uh, and he has his other trial in D.C. Uh, I, I think he's going to get treated a, a lot less uh, uh, nicely in D.C. than he was in Virginia. Uh, T.S. Ellis, the uh, Reagan appointee and, and, and kind of mouthy judge, was having none of this. So you're going to see the, the the pro you know it's Mueller time people tout this around as some type of, of of giant victory when in fact it's not they couldn't get them on all 18 counts and again it has nothing to do with Russia this is shit that they purposely dug up to try to pressure Paul Manafort and to his you know to his brain I'm not going to say to his character because obviously a bad person right um to to his 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 you know, brightness to his wherewithal, he knew I'm probably getting a pardon. Okay. And, and as far as Cohen's pardon goes, um, dude, I'm not going to accept a pardon. That's bullshit. And I'm sorry, even if the president offers him one, like it's, you can't deny it. Now there was somebody on Twitter telling me, uh, you know, a pardon is an admission of guilt. So you can, you know, not accept it or accept it. Well, that's apparently not true. This is something that's hotly contested again, because lawyers are fucking fags. Like just all of them. I'm sorry. If you're listening to this and you're a lawyer, I don't like you, but we need you around because you know, none of us can do this retarded bullshit. And we don't like sitting in offices for 12 hours reading, uh, you know, case studies on previous bullshit. We have the worst legal system, really. I mean, we really do. Uh, instead of trying to find out what's right or true or anything, like if something actually happened, if a crime was committed, it's just like jousting back and forth between the prosecution and the defense uh, using precedent. And that's just like the way we settle things. It's like, I don't know, back in 1845, Billy uh, got away with uh, stealing uh, some moonshine. That's, you know, that's kind of where we're at. It's the stupidest legal system, honestly, really is. But what are you going to do? There's, there's not really anything you can do. Uh, and, and soon, don't worry, guys. They'll be throwing us all in gulags for misgendering people, so it's okay. But 
there's no, there was nothing there with Manafort juicy enough for the media to be able to jump all over it and say, like, this is, you know, th th this is it. Because it didn't crack. And even Cohen hasn't flipped in the way that they are saying that he's, you know, flipped. He's, you know, he's going he's gonna to go to Mueller. He's going to sing like a canary. That's just not real. There's nothing that he has. It has nothing to do with President Trump. I, it's, it's, it's just bad PR. And they know this shit. It's right before an election. And you're going to get this report from the Mueller investigation if they wrap it up. I'm not confident that they're going to wrap this up before November. It's supposed to be done on September or oh, maybe by October or whatever. It's going to be a report to Congress. It's going to be like Manafort was a prick. Papadopoulos was a prick. Uh, you, you, know, you, you got uh, Cohen's a prick. Oh, that, and that's going to be it. And like Donald Trump fucks. Yeah, I know Donald Trump fucks. He fucks. I'm not I don't I don't care about like I wouldn't do that. You know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't cheat on my wife. I wouldn't, you know, go I mean it's it's fucked up, right? But we knew that about him. I mean, nobody cares. But that's all they have in their playbook because that used to be that's how you take somebody down. Because you gotta remember, guys, when it comes to any scandals, like that's why there's fusion GPS, the, the uranium one, it's just too complicated. It's not sexy. You can't work with it. Nobody cares about that shit. What they care about is if you fuck somebody who wouldn't your wife. And honestly, that had always worked before. And then we got Donald Trump, and everybody's like, Yeah, I know. So the fuck what? And a lot of that has to do with just the ridiculous pressure that the Mueller investigation, the Mueller team, the the resistance, the uh, anti-Trump media, all of this have put on the guy that has really even turned a lot of people who were like, I don't know, I don't like the guy, into, I don't like you guys more. So it's blowing up in their faces, much like everything that they're doing. But check this out, because this is interesting. Do you guys remember Imran Awan? Uh, he was a uh, DNC staffer. Uh, he was the uh, well, not a staffer. Sorry, he was the uh, he was an IT aide. I don't know. He was on the staff. Well, he's not going to jail. Uh, it, it is very very obvious that the man was a fraud. He uh, was was just taking money all over the place. He hired one of his relatives to who who knew nothing about IT either, which might explain like let's say you got hacked. Maybe don't hire people that don't know anything at all about security, dummy. Whatever that was, that was uh, uh, Debbie. What's her name? Schultz. A federal judge declined to give jail time to former Democrat uh, Democratic IT aide Imran Awan Tuesday, saying he has suffered enough at the hands of politicians, at the highest levels of government. In addition, the DOJ said it did not find any evidence that supported criminal charges. I, I, wait. This is the guy that was trying to go back to Pakistan with a suitcase full. I think it might have been his wife. Trying to go back to fucking Pakistan with a suitcase filled with like 30000 fucking dollars cash? You idiot. You're not going to get that. I can't get a fucking water bottle past the... Yeah, you're not getting $30,000 cash. No. Imran choked back tears saying, We want to thank the prosecution, the FBI, and the Capitol Police. While his lawyer submitted a letter referring to President Donald Trump, Senator Chuck Grassley, and other Republicans as deranged, pathetic, and without a shred of decency. Judge Tanya Chutkin gave Imran three months of supervised release. 
Imran's attorney had hoped to avoid the supervision, indicating Imran wanted to go back to Pakistan. That's probably why there was the supervision. Because, like, we know of you. You're trying to escape back to Pakistan. By ending this today, you will allow Hina to build her family uh, wherever she chooses and allow Imran uh, to visit his father's grave and secure his legacy. What's he going to do with his father's grave? Is there a sword in there that he needs to take out of it to become king of the village? I think he can wait three more months, asshole. You got more money than I do. Wonder how, I wonder what he has overseas. The lawyer, former Hillary Clinton aide Chris Gowan, said Imran was motivated by love for his father, who was dying in Virginia when Imran flew to Pakistan. Imran said he was uh, in a panic to get money to urgently build a charity hospital. <laughs> He's building hospitals, guys. He's building hospitals. Described in court as a woman's shelter. He's doing a women's shelter out there in Pakistan. He urgently needed to get back there to do that. That's because he has such a big heart. Such a big heart. Such a nice guy. The story is at odds with a 2019 Pakistani newspaper article, police reports, and lawsuits in Pakistan, as well as interviews. Uh, these allege Imran tried to cut others out of a fraud-plagued real estate deal and secure a massive inheritance in the form of a major real estate complex known as Colony. Nothing creepy about that. Um, but that, that's, that's where we're at with uh, if, you work for the, if you work for the DNC, good guy. Yeah, I mean, you're probably like an international con artist. Uh, as I recall, he tried to um, actually get loans by pretending to be his, his father or someone else, something like that. There's so much wrong with all of this. And his lawyer gets to go, he just wanted to help out women in Pakistan, dude. Just, you know, he was just really, uh, he needed to get back there. He was in a panic. Everything was going wrong in his life. And that's why we've got to, uh, gotta, gotta bypass uh, just all the law and just think about his intent. <laughs> Well, it's not one of those laws where you get to think about intent. So this guy's a piece of shit. Um, I I cannot I cannot stress enough how much of a just two tiered system our justice system is, and we know this. Like, if you're rich, then you get away with things. We've known that. So I really I'd say it's a multi tiered. If you're rich, you just get away with shit. You know, remember that kid, he, like, got drunk and, like, drove over everybody, and the, the defense was like, he's just too damn rich. He doesn't know any better. He's just so rich. It was Afflu-Asia. So we know that, but it seems like if you're a rich guy at this point, if, you, uh, if you're on the side that, you know, all these judges are, all of these, all of these uh, progressive and, and liberal judges— uh, or you're you're fucked. There's so much money that can be made from restoring order to the way that things are, or were. Um, they were on a great path. They were on a great path, getting everybody addicted to fucking, you know, drugs and welfare and and, and all these things, and just like turning cities into total shitholes and and just making everybody dependent on the government. They were on a great path. They they thought they had it. They were just right around the fucking corner. And that's why I can't get too mad at President Trump when, you know, he has done – he's done a pretty good job, right? Um, but, like, I don't care about the stock market. 
I don't. You're going to be like, oh, it's a record highs. And I'm like, yeah, that didn't affect me at all. You know, it's like my 401k or whatever. Like, that's doesn't affect me. You know, there's I'm not going to see that probably ever. I think that that's probably the attitude of a lot of millennials, really, is like, fuck this. I'm never going to see any of this. That's why you go one of two ways with that. You go, okay, I need either like to, to invest in like Bitcoin and like gold and, and shit, uh, or I'm just going to wait for the uh, inevitable crash of capitalism and uh, then the government will take care of me. And that's where like most people my age are, you know, at, uh, or you just start a podcast and just like beg people on the internet for money. Um, <laughs> but I, the, there's clearly so much money to be made to be made from keeping things as they were and president trump can't fix everything you see what the guy is obviously up against and uh, there's some things that he can do that i wish he would and i i don't know if he's going to i mean i'm i'm right there with you on the wall the wall's being built kind of not the big beautiful wall that i want he wants to put a door in it so you know maybe it's good that we get to rework these plans because i'm like ah, nah we don't need a door um you know, I don't want that, but it's it's so much fucking worse than you really think that it is. And it's not that complicated, really. The only things that are, are complicated are purposely complicated, and they're only made out to be that way to uh, cut you out of it. You know, these are the gatekeepers of any any type of government or any type of even being in charge of your own lives. They have a completely different set of rules and a set of justice for these people because they're better than you, remember? They're better. They're in the know. They've got the money. We don't. Anything that we would do, if we did what, what Imran Awan did or, you know, hell, even what Michael Cohen did, any anything like that, we, oh, prison forever in a fucking heartbeat. Go ahead. Go try to lie on your fucking taxes and tell me you don't get audited until you fucking got it. They have a lien on your colon. They're going to be so far up your ass. They're going to be doing your goddamn job at work. They're going to be making the customer service calls for you. It's just not at all surprising. I said it was, uh, well, it was a little over a year ago. I said this, this Imran guy, nothing's going to come of it. They're not going to do anything of it. And I had some hope. I did. I was like, maybe they're going to... Nothing. And he'll walk. But just... just uh, I don't know. We will... Uh, we'll be right back after this. I'm going to go ahead and hit the break. Um, hopefully Spiggy's going to be back after, uh, after this. If not, we'll continue. Um, but we do got shirts in the, uh, in the store there. It's uh, gearbubble.com slash GB store slash right to Bryden shirts, mugs, uh, all of that. Um, hopefully going to have a new shirt coming out here soon, uh, which will, which will be neat. I'm going to probably work on that tomorrow or something like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll uh, see you in a second. Fucking doubt it. Surely you're not so fucking stupid. 
retarded ninja running around just eating shit. Uh, I'd be more than happy. I'm fine with it. I don't care. Hey, we are back. And guess who is with me? Uh, the, the, the other half. Uh, of, of of the amazing team that uh, brings you truth and and, and real uh, real thought the other the other half of the fourth branch of government the other half of the fifty first state it's Spicky what's up bud uh be- better late than never right it's true uh, pretty th- good timing actually yeah no it was good I I, uh, I who'd have thunk it um but uh. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, I think I might have bored people uh, with the, uh, uh, you know, with the, with the first hour, but that's fine. That's fine. I can, I can listen to it. Um, but here, here's the, uh, here's the interesting thing that I wanted to get into before we got some other, other stuff, the other main stories. Uh, Asia Argento, Argento, Argento. Do you know how to pronounce this bitch's name? Uh, yeah, I guess it's something like that. I have no idea. I'm terrible at that shit. Yeah, she looks like uh, she looks like uh, uh, what's his face's wife, uh, the one who was uh, the chick in Fight Club. Oh yeah, she does right. She does. Yeah, she's, she's got a broken ass face, by the way. Yeah, no, she definitely looks like somebody kicked her a bunch. Um, <laughs> but so good. So it would seem uh, uh, she uh, well she 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 might have might have diddled might have done some diddling, um, and she's uh, to 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 preface this with with why it matters because it's a seventeen year old uh, that she did the uh, did the act with. She's one of the founders of the Me Too movement. You know, one of those people, it's like, hey, raping's bad. Harassment of women is, is bad. And then you had Rose McGowan, you know, immediately defending her. It was like, be gentle, guys. And everybody jumped on her case about that, and she backpedaled. Uh, but she denied this uh, initially. She was like, nope, did not happen. Uh, but my my ex-husband, well, I guess now he's a husband, Anthony Bourdain, you know, the fellow who uh, killed himself uh, rather recently, uh, he did pay this guy $380,000, but it had nothing to do with me. I didn't know anything about it. Well, that's when things get a little iffy. Uh, Because TMZ, who's still good for this type of shit, released some some text messages here. And these are the... These are the text messages. So it's it's it was a friend of hers. I don't know I don't know who's who it is, but I mean obviously uh, Asia knows now. But she goes, I had sex with him and it felt weird. I didn't know he was a minor until the shakedown letter. The public knows nothing. Only uh, what NYT I assume this New York Times wrote, which is one sided. The shakedown letter. The horny kid jumped me, and the, it's responded. What's up with the photo taken in bed? Oh yeah, that's a thing. Like they're they're laying in bed. And like clearly shirtless, she you know she seems to be happy about it. Uh, I think that's one of I think that will be harder to cushion. Images are annoyingly assu- uh, annoyingly assumption. I assume they meant ass- images are annoyingly assumptive nation. I assume that they meant annoyingly assumptive in nature. Um, just judging as a as a chronic texter. Um, you can see my tits. That's all. It doesn't mean shit. Except that you shouldn't have your titties flying around seventeen-year-olds. Like if you're if you're a, 
You know, it's like, oh, it lying around. Yeah, no, it shouldn't be like, like helicopters. Right. You know, I mean, you know, she's she's a, she's an older lady. I mean, they can't be that in great, you know, in that great a shape. Um, but she goes, when I was 17, uh, I was with a 33 year old man for years. I had just turned 17. Oh, so like you got molested. So it's like totally cool. So like go and do it. Yeah, yeah, it was not good then. And I'll bet Rose McGowan would have been mad about it, especially, you know, then with that part of that story. But you don't just go and do that. But she goes on, she goes, if I lose my job, I will move to Africa or the Amazon forest. I want to be among the 90% of the world that doesn't give a fuck about this shit. That's because they're starving. Like, that's that's because they eat poop. They eat mud cakes. They don't have time to, like, worry about who's raping who. Most of them, they're just like, oh, I got raped again. I didn't have the energy due to lack of food to, to run away. And that shows you, like, what, what type of a wonderful uh, liberal world this lady lives in. It's like, oh, yeah. And, I, I mean, I believe her. She was like, hey, I didn't know he was 17 uh, until the, the shakedown uh, letter. You know, she was 37 at the time. Like, that's – and I don't know how close he was to being 18, and I'm not going to – like sit there and, and, and talk about this or that or the other. Um, but it's more the hypocrisy. Cause it's like, she knew about this when she was going around doing the me too shit. And then to blame it on fucking Anthony Bourdain and be like, no, it wasn't me. It was that asshole that killed himself. I, I wonder what else shit she was involved with. I mean, there had to have been, I fucked up uh, circle, clearly, you know, not only Hollywood, but within their shit that they were a part of. Maybe that's what drove Anthony Bourdain to kill himself at what I would argue was really the height of his fucking career. It's, uh, there's, there's a letter, you know, it's written on a, a Ritz-Carlton, uh, uh, it's either a napkin or, or, you know, a notepad. Asia, I love you with all of my heart. Uh, so glad we met again, and so glad you're spelled wrong. Oh, buddy. In my life. Jimmy, with a smiley face. He wrote me this afterwards and kept sending me unsolicited nudes all these years up until two weeks before the attorney's letter. It wasn't raped, but I was frozen. He was on top of me after he told me I had been his sexual fantasy since was 12. Um, so, you know, she gets to be the, uh, the victim here. She gets to be the victim here. But... I don't see why you would take a photo. I mean, happily, happily, you know. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm. It's not just the hypocrisy, really. I, I, I I'm calling Diddler on this one, Spicky. I'm calling Diddler on it. Yeah, I think I think you have to, given you know the whole involvement with the Me Too thing. Now, seventeen is legal in. Uh, more than half of the country, I'm pretty sure. And apparently 90% uh, of the world, you know, where they don't have laws. Yeah. Well, well, no, I mean, I'm talking specifically in the United States. I mean, right. 12 is legal in most everywhere else. And then, you know, if you go over to the UK, raping children is just fine if you're a shit skin. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think you do. And, and I think you do have to call her diddler. And the other thing is, um, 
Well, two things, really. I mean, good on the kid. That's every 17-year-old kid's dream is to bang some mommy girlfriend. No, and then he was still fucking taken advantage of to a certain degree. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm no, sure there was no a certain amount of grooming involved. I don't buy her story that she was like, oh, he jumped me. And, like, I fell on his dick. Like, how big is your fucking vagina? Is it the vagina from Pink Floyd's The Wall? Is that what it is? Like, you just fell at no point where you're like, I don't know. I don't feel comfortable. I thought that that's what the whole Me Too thing was even about. So, you know, I just, I'm going yeah. to I'm gonna throw that out the window. There. I'm not going to, I don't know if I call it rape. I still call her a diddler. Yeah, she's the flying pig in the, the wall that just happened to fall out of the sky onto his dick. Right. Um, the, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, I mean, it, it's truly fucked up that, you know, she can LARP about all this Me Too shit, which we knew was bullshit, which uh, ended up backfiring on a lot of these perverts. Um. But yeah, I mean, obviously, if the kid, like, fell in love with her by the sounds, uh, you know, there was some sort of grooming involved in that. But uh, when I was a 17-year-old man, like, that was everybody's dream was to tattoo, like, your friend's mom or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying... And, and it's, it has happened before. Well, I'm not saying he didn't like it, because obviously he did. He said that he did, you know. I'm just saying that, you know, given the circumstances especially... Wow, it's you know, it's not right. Um, she's she's thirty seven. It's not even like she's you know she was like within an, a, a decent age range. She was thirty seven years old at the time. Like that's that's a lot older because especially boys, honestly. But like all people, if you're under twenty five, your brain is not completely developed. That's just a that's a scientific fact. It's just not completely developed yet. And seventeen year olds are fucking crazy people. Like, dude, do you remember being seventeen? Yeah, I do. And women, women, uh, women are vixen, especially, uh, you know, women, women try to get what they're, what they want, uh, especially if they're not getting it at home, you know, so being a, that, that's a, that's a pretty deadly combination, you know, I mean, how many times do you hear teachers banging students and shit like that it happens all the time. And the media just says like, Oh, ho, ho, you know, he must've been a popular kid. It's like, no dude, he's still a fucking like, <laughs> Yeah. He's not, kid. Yeah. Kid is the operative word in you know, that phrase. If you're 37 and you're fucking an 18 year old, I don't care which, you know, what the gender thing is going on there. If it's a, a boy and a girl or a girl and a boy or whatever, um, you're, you know, it's still weird. Uh, have you, I mean, dude, have you talked to 18 year olds recently? They're fucking dumb. Like there's, we have nothing in common. You know, I'm like, uh, shit, I'm going to have to retire in 35 years if I'm lucky. And they're like, man, I can't wait to go to a bar. And I'm like, bars are terrible. You'll probably get raped. Like, you, there's nothing, you know, there's there's no common ground. It's 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 weird, you know. Uh, it was weird when Seinfeld did it. It was weird when Woody Allen did it. A lot of Jews I'm mentioning. Uh, it, it's just weird when that happens, you know. Uh, Yeah, it is weird. But, I mean, like, when I'm, you know, I'm not saying like an 18-year-old, but, like, when I'm 50, I think 21 would be, like, the – that's my that's my goal in life. I mean, obviously, if I'm not married, which uh, I don't think that's gonna happen, kind of by choice. But you know, that's kind of like like if you're 50 and you're you're fucking banging a 21 year old or like a 25 year old. Obviously, she doesn't love you. She's doing it for money or whatever. But uh, or you got a giant cock, one of the two. But um, man, like what good is a I'd giant? What good is a giant cock if it's just like doesn't work though? It's just then it's just like this weird. 
like rope sausage shit, you know? So I don't, I don't buy that. It's all money. It's always money. Like, especially like, I don't know, like Stormy Daniels, even like she's an old blast, but Donald Trump is 72 years old. I, that uh, you know, it was just money. She's admitted it was money. Karen McDougal said no, she wasn't attracted to him, but she did, you know, say she enjoyed it and like was in love with him or whatever because she's a stupid slut. But you know, it's always it's always just money. You never see like that's why nobody is banging like homeless old men. You know, you don't see models lining up to fuck homeless old men. You know, it's not like wow, I love his personality or anything like that. It's just money. Can I, can I just say that my dick's going to work forever, and uh, don't you be doubting that it'll fucking stop working at 50. Well, 50's that's, not that uh, old. 50's not that old for, you know. No, but that, that's what you're implying. I mean, that's the age we're going, we're, we're talking about here. Mine's going to work till I'm 75, if I may. That's going to be all that fucking works on this body, because it is fucking beat. But that thing's still going to be taken. <laughs> oh, my God. But, but, I mean, like, yeah, you know, I'm not going to be grooming, like, actual, like, legal children at that point you know what i mean like that's so fucked up right and then to deny it when there's you know that that picture is pretty telling of the relationship that they had yeah i mean it's i pervert and just to blame it on like your dad i'm not sure if they were actually married they might have just been dating or whatever but just uh pretty sure there's a kid not the 17 year old or whatever like i yeah it's to blame it on Anthony Bourdain, be like, "Oh, I didn't know about it, nigga." Let a guy like die with some dignity. There, you know, you lied. You lied. What a bad lady. What a bad woman, dude. She's just not good, like to her core. I think she's just a bad person. And I had never heard of her before, ever, uh, until it was like, "Oh, she was dating Anthony Bourdain. She was so bad that he killed himself to get away from her." Uh, and you know, she she just is like going around diddling uh, i don't know i don't feel bad for her. uh i do think it's funny that rose mcgowan was like we gotta wait for more stuff to come out and then later was like oh i'm not defending her or whatever yeah you were yeah you were you fucking cokehead how's your goddamn cocaine possession trial going rose huh you looking forward to uh starring in the next fucking uh season of orange is the new black yeah fucking bitch these people are bad i've been saying for a while man so long i i was constantly telling people the me too stuff is is, is gonna get real bad i'm glad that it's getting bad for them though but it's forever yeah. changed the fucking industry i it's 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 fucked uh it was already fucked but like now it's just gonna be women that have i don't know I don't well know. how how did they think honestly how do you sit there and think like we're gonna embolden these women to come forward about Donald Trump and uh, hopefully Paul Ryan and, uh, you know, hopefully all these other Republicans. And all of a sudden it's just this snowball effect of like, yeah, I've, you know, like people coming out and be like, yeah, like, you know, five Jews in Hollywood literally fucking came inside my ass and I didn't want them to. <laughs> like, It's just it's worked it, it, like everything they do. They shoot themselves in the fucking foot. But the problem is the right is so fucking retarded with their spurgs that they just they don't know how to capitalize on it you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. sure you know you can get a couple people fired for this shit or whatever but uh this happens more and more and it just kind of goes under the radar people come you know people will find out about it whatever and then all of a sudden it's like you don't hear hear anything about it anymore 
Well, because, you know, they're too busy sitting there fucking thinking they're saving the white race with every Twitter post or they're over on Facebook, like, dragging fucking normies who, like, literally don't give a fuck about politics. It's like, what are you guys fucking doing? Well, let's uh, let's get to that. But uh, I, I, I do want to say that, like, guys, your Twitter account doesn't matter. Your online presence does not matter. And all it can do, all it can serve to do is actually, you know, get you into trouble uh so but yeah yeah, yeah, amen. yeah let's uh let's we'll move on to the next thing here you're listening to bites of biden turning fat to since last fucking season molly tibbets um and spicky don't worry you can hear that buzz but apparently they can't so it's fine that's just on our end um I didn't hear it till just now. Yeah, no, it's fine. They can't hear it. But um, Molly Tibbetts. So she disappeared on July 18th uh, of you know, 2018. Um, I'm a little drunk now. Um, so obviously it was July 18th of 2018. But she she, she goes to, goes vanishing. She was jogging and all of these things. Um, I, I, I knew right away she was dead because every time you see a pretty white girl on TV uh, who has gone missing, you know that she's dead. Um there's there's just they don't I, except that it was that one uh you know where the, like the black guy found him uh f- found her and she had uh, been gone since she was like 12 or something like that but other than that um you know you don't you don't really see it now oh they're saying they can hear the buzz oh well i don't know what to tell you you're just gonna have to deal with it uh yeah, yeah she's she's dead but what we weren't expecting was for it to be an illegal. I assumed it was going to be a black fella. Honestly, I just assumed. Or the dad, because he looked creepy. And you remember that they interviewed that farm, that farmer for a while? Um, I, I, I'm not happy about the politiza- uh, politicization of it. Um, but I am going to play this clip to stop the buzzing, hopefully. And then... This this is what the uh, the Democrats and, and and the left have to say about it. The the Queen right now, uh, Elizabeth Warren. I want to get one last question sure. in here because it is a story, a very important story in the news. It has to do with Molly Tibbetts, the young woman in Iowa, who was murdered. Her body believed to be found yesterday. A person has been charged with it. This person is an undocumented immigrant. Um, Mike Pence and the president have suggested the immigration laws need to be stronger so that people like this man who was accused of this murder were not in the country. Your reaction? You know, my, I'm so sorry for the family here, and I know this is hard, not only for the family, but for the people in her community, the people throughout Iowa. Um, but one of the things we have to remember is we need an immigration system that is effective, that focuses on where real problems are. Um, last month, I went down to the border, and I saw where children had been taken away from their mothers. I met with those mothers who had been lied to, who didn't know where their children were, who hadn't had a chance to talk to their children. And there was no plan for how they would be reunified with their children. I think we need immigration laws that focus on people who pose a real threat. And I don't think mamas and babies are the place that we should be spending our resources. Separating a mama from a baby does not make this country safer. A lot, a lot to be said. We should be focusing on real problems. Real problems. Not, not uh, you know, people that uh, are, are murdering college students. 
you know, like it's like the fucking Friday the 13th. Um, if you ever watched, uh, uh, was it, uh, uh, no, not Jason X, but the, the Friday the 13th, the last one, where Jason returns from hell or whatever, um, where he was like different people. And for a while he was a black cop and all that. That's essentially what I think may have happened. Jason Voorhees has risen from hell and is a little worm that is crawling up people's buttholes and they're all just happening to be illegals and they're going around, you know, killing young white women. That's the only explanation that I can think of, you know, without you know, without being racist. I mean, you don't want to be racist or like start to get into, you know, tendencies of, of, of certain people versus, you know, other people or anything like that. That would be completely, you know, completely asinine and, and it's just fake science and it's not anything that, you know, you should ever concern yourself with. Um, and, and, and that's, you know, that's just fact. Okay. Uh, I learned it, you know, learned it in college. Uh, we, when you have Elizabeth Warren saying we need to focus on real problems, real problems, she just explained the way yet another death, uh, that was 100% preventable. There was, there was a 100% chance that if this guy was not in the country illegally that she still wouldn't have uh, that she wouldn't have been murdered by him. I mean she's still a, you know, college girl. I mean like she could have gotten killed doing anything. She jogged, I don't know if she jogged at night. So, you know, don't don't get bogged down on the specifics, but there's a 100% chance that he would not have killed her. It was preventable. And we get to see this time and time again. And there was some black uh, uh academia chick uh who Christina Greer, I don't know. I feel like that name is familiar, um, but I, I, I had not uh, had not heard of her. Uh, she got uh, she got on 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 the TV, and she explained it away even more flippantly than you know, Focahontas did. Um, this is this is just like this. This shows you how little black academia cares about anything but their own agenda. If it'll load. But we'll get that to load in a second. But she uh, she took to Twitter after this defending herself. And she, she, she shouldn't have. Uh, what is it? It's MSNBC. Load. Well, I guess it's not going to load. So whatever. Anyway, she uh, she gets on to, she gets on MSNBC, and she goes, "The Republican Party, the Republican Party is not working on behalf of the American people. They are working on behalf of Donald Trump, and he's been able to bully them into their silence. And I don't think today's charges uh, changes much, unfortunately. But Fox News is talking about a girl in Iowa, and not this, right?" Uh, that girl in Iowa that was just ripped away from her family. Don't pretend that you care about being ripped away, like oh, babies and their mothers or whatever. Dude, uh, yeah, there's just uh, Molly Tibbetts is never gonna be able to see her fucking daughter again. But she made it worse. She got on. Uh, she got on Twitter and she goes, "When right wing media decides to target, you really see the economic." In quotes, economic anxiety come out. Economic anxiety. That's uh, that that's a, um, uh, a a term used to explain why white people are fucking angry, 
at watching our country go down the fucking tubes for paying for uh, Christina Greer's relatives to do fucking nothing. So that's a hit exactly at white people and saying like, they was racist to me. I'm sure people were. It's Twitter. Congratulations. People were mean to me on, on Twitter, on the, on the YouTube, on, on everything all the time. Uh, that's, I'm sorry. Like you went on TV. That's a thing. And you were an asshole. It's not like you went on TV and just were like, oh yeah. I mean, that's, that's very unfortunate what happened. Da, 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 da. You know, Warren tried to do that. She tried. She still sounded like a fucking bitch because she doesn't care. And to be honest, I, don't, I, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that, like, I, I give a fuck about some girl in Iowa. You know, uh, it's just yet another uh, yet another page in this in this story of illegals killing people and committing crimes. They, they shouldn't be here. But she got backlash from that. She goes, yesterday I said something flippant, and that was unintended. Molly Tibbetts was a promising young woman who lost her life. My hope is that her family will find peace and justice and that her murder is not used to justify discriminatory immigration policy. Discriminatory against what? Nigga, people are trying to come, uh, like, come here in a legal way and spend years in doing it. I'm personally against that. But those are the laws. They're breaking the law. I mean, they come here, they break the fucking law discriminatory discriminatory against like people that don't break the law i agree all laws are like that you get a ticket it's discriminatory against people that don't know how to fucking park she didn't care this isn't an apology and these people don't care their only concern is well i hope this isn't used to stop our open borders agenda we sure need these voters because that's the ultimate goal we know that you know they want to get them to be able to vote and then I have seen people on the on the on the right and then the further right uh, use this to, to their own ends. The smart people, the people that I, I hope are running things, are saying, "Wow, look at this! Let's get the angel moms on TV." Angel moms are the uh, uh, the, the the term used by uh, President Trump of the people that uh, their children have been killed by illegal immigrants, and a lot of them are are. Well, they're diverse. Uh, they they're part of the diversity squad, right? But they still get on. They still get on TV. Not all of them. Not all of them. But there's a few. You know, one of them has a very thick accent. But you know, that's fine. You can use that for your political ends if you must. And I, I, at this point, is we should to say this is a 100% preventable crime. And then I saw the geniuses. And, you know, the alt-right never fails to disappoint me um, in not being able to contain themselves for internet points. Apparently, this uh, 20-year-old uh, Molly Tibbetts college student sent a tweet once that said, uh, I hate white people, referring to some electoral uh, graph that, if, uh, that, 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 that had, like, demographics and stuff. Well, very clearly, she's going to be a liberal. She's a 20-year-old white college student. Everybody around her is telling her, Donald Trump bad, diversity good. We go back to, how fucking smart were you at 20? Like, maybe you got woke. Maybe you're 20 or, or younger and you're listening to this and you got woke AF on all of this shit, man. But that's not everybody. And I can tell you, during Spicky and I's days, when we were 20, um, the counterculture 
was, you know, like, fuck the system, fuck George W. Bush. And that all has carried over into college. They are now college professors. And that's the thing that they are telling people. And it's that's how you fit in. That's why even mild people like Milo Rebidoculus and, uh, you know, Bench Perro and Ann Coulter can't go to Berkeley without them burning the motherfucker down. It's it's it, they're so indoctrinated that, of course, they they hate white people or whatever. Right. You can't use that tweet and say, well, fuck her. She gets what's coming to her. That's not helping your cause. In fact, it's making you look like an, an insensitive asshole and borderline retarded. Because it's not only bad tactics, as if your Twitter account fucking mattered. It's uh, just fucking stupid. Because what you should be saying is, wow, look at this. The colleges have indoctrinated young women so much that she was supporting open borders policies to the point that it got her killed. And you really can only bring that up with a certain amount of people. Because the main point should be, look at this fucking illegal that killed a woman. So I don't want to hear the fucking nonsense. It's fucking dumb. Like, I get it. You're doing it for fucking, like, you know, likes and retweets and shit about your fucking racist friends on Twitter. Your Twitter doesn't matter. And you look like a jackass. So just, that's, if you must, then bring that up. Isn't it sad? That she supported policies that led to her death. Don't say what a dumb bitch. Because a lot of you have even been out there passing around some photo of some chick that's not even her. With the hashtag no white boys 2017 or whatever. It's not even her. And a simple Google will fucking figure that out. You gotta just, you know, you gotta miss me with that dumb shit. That's your fucking, there you go. I don't know, Spicky. It's just, it's, it's frustrating, right? Uh, yeah, I had a little meltdown last night. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, I don't just Twitter anymore, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, well, good thing. I mean, I had, I think I had, uh, I had my account for like three days. I had, uh, maybe 200 tweets and, uh, I used tweet delete when I got unlocked for the second time and I just fucking went off. I got a hundred tweets in before I got suspended, but, uh. It was, it, dude, like, okay, privately, I don't care that she died. Good. Do I, Private, whatever. Privately on a podcast. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, like, w talk about it privately. You fucking retards had a golden opportunity to, you know, say, hey, here's, here's, we need this, you know, we need this wall or, uh, you know, well, okay. uh, hey, what hey, illegal immigrants are doing. But no. No, you turned it into a fucking, oh, she hated white people. I'm glad she's fucking dead. Uh, you know what? Uh, I wish more of this shit would happen. I saw this shit on my timeline, and I just lost it. Fucking meltdown. Uh, dude, how how do you go? Okay, you're, you're this, these fucking pro-white fucking Nazi 1488 LARPers. Like, you want people to love white people. You want white people... And, and uh, white culture to be brought back. And then you sit there and you fucking spurg out about shit like that. Dude, you are making things worse. You are making fucking people hate you way, way more. When What do you, what do you think is going to happen when some fucking normie sees that shit? What do you think is going to happen? What's their reaction? Like, oh, uh, 
this woman, I guess, turned on her race. Uh, so everybody is extremely glad she's fucking dead and uh, literally celebrating it. No, no, I mean, no normal apolitical human being is going to look at those tweets and say, like, this is a this is a, uh, a person with a coherent point. They're going to say, that's the internet, and it offends me. No, <laughs> you know, no, that, they're going to say, gonna that's they're... the right. No, no, you and I get grouped into that shit too, Bryden. They're going to say, look at the alt-right, pull this bullshit. Look at this shit. Dude, I'm not a Nazi. Like, you know what? I love white people. I strongly dislike black people. Uh, I don't like Mexicans. I fucking hate women. But man, I'm not a fucking Nazi. Like, I'm not, I'm not into this whole, like, I'm not going to cry, like, fucking Jews did this. The Jews... The Jews let this uh, illegal immigrant across the border who killed this white woman. And but like, to be fair, I mean, <laughs> it is, it is, it is. But dude, when every single post you make is like the fucking Jews did this, like, oh, I had a fucking cramp in my calf in the middle of the night. Fucking Jews, man, they're putting shit in the fucking water. Like, ugh, I fucking hate these people. I I fucking lost it. I don't care. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not going back to Twitter until at least I get back from Vegas. I might. Might Periscope from there? I don't know. Probably not. You people, honestly, they, you pissed me off so bad. Not all of you, obviously. I mean, the people who listen to the show, obviously, I haven't pissed you off that bad yet. But um, generally speaking, your fucking points are so retarded. They're so fucking frustrating. You sit there and you defend people like Paul Nealon, which I don't think anybody who listens to this does, but most people do. And then fucking... Richard Spencer, who's about as clueless as fucking Bobby Boucher, like, man, get a fucking clue. Like, it just, ah, I fucking hate these people, Brian. I honestly fucking hate these people. These people, these pro-white people make me a white guy fucking hate white people. I, I do. I'm not, com- I'm not coming back to Twitter for a while. You people don't fucking deserve me on Twitter. <laughs> Fuck you. No, it's- I did tee off, though. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely, I mean, it's definitely frustrating. And like, I want to say like the reason I don't, you know, I can't say that I, I care, like I care, um, you know, that, that she died and the fact that like, oh, that's shitty. Like that's a hundred percent avoidable. Yeah. I don't care because I didn't know her. I don't believe I've even ever been to Iowa. I mean, you know, it's, I'm sorry. I, I can't, my capacity, is, it doesn't allow me to, you know, to care. I'm sure it's really rough for her family. They're going through a lot right now. And for that, you know, my prayers are with you, you know, I hope, you know, you can, you can find a way to get through this. Um, but then you saw, and this was interesting, but we see it all the time, uh, with the exception of the angel moms. Um, there's now statements coming out from the family about like, Hey, uh, you know, evil comes in every color and all that. Cause it's always about color. Cause like apparently your skin is just like everything about you. Right. It had nothing to do with the, the, the all about like the rest of like biology or anything. Uh, but you know, evil comes in every color and all this. And I, um, I, I, I immediately thought about this. Cause like, I'm sure they are some, you know, liberal family or at least like, you know, the nice kind of conservative that's, you know, like, Oh, it doesn't matter or anything. That race doesn't matter or whatever. Um, they haven't said anything about the man's, uh, citizenship status. If he's an illegal alien. Uh, which should be, you know, the focus at least for the short term or short term of what you know we're trying to deal with here. What we're trying to actually say is like, look, the, the, the citizenship thing that, that does matter. It's one hundred percent preventable. Um, imagine if they didn't make a statement like that. If they waited a few days, 
dude, they're going to get jumped on. They, they, they're trying to grieve their daughter's death. They have to say like, oh, but we're not racist because it has been politicized and apparently being a racist is like the worst thing, uh, you know, on the entire fucking planet, right? Like, you know, yeah. Hollywood diddling kids, that's totally like, you know, oh, we can, you know, please be gentle. But it, it's, it's weird how this happens. I, I, I'm sure they were badgered. By all of these, uh, you know, journalists, these, these, you know, very real and very sincere, not at all biased journalists who were just trying to get to the story, badgering the family uh, who were nice enough to get on TV all the time, um, you know, which I guess makes sense trying to get the story out there. The father uh, says that he, you know, he believed that she was still alive. Um, I knew she wasn't, but, you know, I mean, I, you know, who would I, even if I had contact with the guy, I couldn't be like, it's probably not the case. Um, like you don't just go missing for that long, right? Like you're, you know, you dead. Um, she gone. Yeah, you get, you know, if they didn't make a statement, there would be assumptions made all over with the detectives of the internet, uh, trying to track them down and be like, well, they haven't said anything, so clearly they must be racist. I wonder. We need a statement from that. Their statement can't be without getting a back, a bunch of backlash. Like, uh, wow, that's pretty fucked up. It had to be like. Oh, we're, uh, you know, we're going to we're going to lay her down at the altar of diversity. And like, that's just a, a real sickness um, just in, in, in society at all. It's like, let them be mad. You know, I guarantee at least one of them probably said some racial slurs. Uh, but, you know, you're not allowed to think that way. You're not allowed to, you know, uh, it, it's, a, it's an upsetting story. Um, and, and just that. I don't know. It's something else we have to hear about. I mean, luckily, none of your Twitter accounts matter, so your ice cold oh. take tweets like they, oh. don't, they don't fucking matter. So nobody's gonna give a shit about them, uh, or you actually. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. cut, Brian, Brian, cut it out. Since I've been on Twitter, fourteen people have died since I stopped tweeting. Didn't you know this? Yeah, that's like right. And uh, and there, like seventeen abortions happened in my name, so I've been tweeting pro-white propaganda on uh, <laughs> twitter.com like i'm sorry guys i, I didn't mean to i like it, that's that's gonna wear on me like people actually fucking believe this shit though like that that's that's what kills me like uh ah, they're just young. you know they're just young and no they're, no <laughs> no that's not even remotely true a lot of these people are our age or some of them are older man when i sit there like okay we need to dream up a tweet storm we're gonna fucking stop the caravan like People literally, one person DM me and asked, you know, if I could help. I'm like, help what? You got, you, you got a fucking tank for me to drive? Like, what are you fucking talking about? You want to spread a message? Go fucking spread a message. But you're not going to stop a fucking caravan on Twitter. I, <laughs> like, I, I think a lot of it is just kind of like a uh, Twitter's kind of like an MMO, you know? <laughs> like, it's just you just play a character. Like, I mean,. Like, I mean, dude, okay, so here, here's the thing um, about, yeah, like, right. here's the thing about Twitter, you know. It's like, guys, I'm, uh, like, the guy that I am on Twitter, I just, like, send out weird tweets and stuff. The guy the guy that I am on this show, even, just, like, you know, like I'm, a, like, relatively fucking normal human being. Like, I have a job. I have a side gig on top of my job. This is a hobby. Uh, and, like, I had, uh, I had, I, I had a, I, I don't like calling them fans. It's weird, right? Uh, I had a, a listener talking to me earlier and uh it was like you know you should be you know nicer to your fans and it's like one why okay 
Like one, why? Um, and and although they did buy a shirt, so thank you for buying a shirt. And this, I'm not like calling you out. This why I'm not going to say who you are or anything like that. And you're a nice person, okay? Like it's nothing personal. Uh, you know, when you when you're listening, it's nothing personal. Um, it's just like I don't I don't look at what Spicky and I are doing as like something terribly important. You know, uh, it's just fun. We like to give you the news. Uh, I like to talk about it. It's just a hobby, man. Um, I, I, uh, at the same time, like, I don't want like one of my tweets to get picked up by yet another fucking journalist. And then they can use it against like Donald Trump in some way, you know, just like, uh, you know, and at, uh, a actual racist is, uh, you know, saying, and it's like, dude, it's, it's, it's just the internet. Like, it's just a fucking fun game, you know, and that's all Twitter is. Uh, that's a, that's a pretty good point, dude. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's the thing that's really weird is like, and that's, that's what, like, it's frustrating that, uh, people would look up to me and ask me, a lot of people ask for help, don't get me wrong. And it's like, it gets old, it wears on you a little bit, but like, but you're still a person. A lot of these people I really yeah. like, you know. I mean, yep. like I, I, all of OIW. I don't like any people. I don't like anybody. To be honest with you. But uh, like, yeah, man, I'm actually like quite literally the same person in real life. Like I, I I'm not afraid to. I don't. I do the same shit. Like, you know, uh, I'm not allowed to go to meetings with the bookkeeper because the bookkeeper is well, a bookkeeper. So, um, like. My boss knows who I am. He knows what I'm about. But you, I shit on him all the time. You're not. But like, you're not running around the streets digging up information on fucking you know strangers at the bar that uh, are offending you. Is what I'm saying. It's like everything is. No, no, no. You know, it's not. It's not just. You know, it's it's all it is. Stop is, those Facebooks, though. It's a giant fucking MMO, and you know, it's just it's. I don't know. It's it's just fucking lame, and I wish people would like. Just go, you know, stop being so, uh, uh, stop having so many delusions of grandeur. Like, you, you know, you're like, you know, you're not changing anything. OIWD presents Right to Brighton. 100% correct. 70% accurate. So midterms, 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 they're coming up. Very interesting stuff. It was like Wyoming and Alaska had their one on Tuesday. I think it was. I don't know. I forget. Uh, Nothing to report from there. But I did find out something that was pretty interesting. You guys remember uh, New York's 14th Congressional District? That's where uh, Alexandria Casio Keyboard beat out Joe Crowley, who was the incumbent for Oh, geez, like, you know, 25 years or some bullshit like that. Um, yeah, I, it, was a, it was a big deal. Like, it was a really big deal. I found out something. So you've got Anthony Pappas. He was the uh, he's the Republican nominee. You know, he, he didn't even run against anybody. Um, he's going up against Alexandria Casio keyboard. But there's one other guy, and you might have heard of him. Who's running third party on that ballot? And it's fucking Joseph Crowley. <laughs> so what does this mean? What does this mean? 
Joseph Crowley, uh, there's there's a uh, there's a thing from July 25th from CNN that I'll put in the show notes that uh, Crowley plans to stay on uh, third party line in November, won't endorse a Democratic uh, leadership replacement. Um, apparently, uh, Erica told me this, but apparently, you know, he was like, uh, I might remove my name from the ballot, but it was going to be a big pain in the ass. So he decided not to. Uh, dude, she uh, she's got. She's got to go up against not only Anthony Pappas, Tony Potatoes, as I as I like to call him. She has to go against Crowley, who had been there for just the longest damn time. And he said he didn't campaign well. But that doesn't mean shit when his name is on the ballot. So this can really go a couple different ways. Either Anthony Pappas, Tony Potatoes, wins because it splits the vote between Casio Keyboard and Joe Crowley, or Joe Crowley could fucking pull this shit out. She has two other people she needs to meet now. And what did we say a couple weeks or a couple shows ago about name recognition? That matters. And not everybody voted for Casio Keyboard. It was a pretty stunning victory, but he didn't campaign. He he really didn't. If it splits the vote, we get Tony Potatoes. And the thing is about Tony Potatoes, apparently he, <laughs> apparently his wife has a 20-year restraining order against him, and he might have threatened a judge. So he's got his own thing. He's got his own thing. You haven't heard anything about Anthony Pappas at all. As far as I know, I don't think he's campaigning, really. I have not seen anything. He has no social media presence. He has nothing going on. I have not seen this guy on TV. It's all been Casio Keyboard all over the place. And she has gotten so bad... That she's banning the press. Every time she goes on TV, she makes a complete butthole out of herself. So with the hype dying down from that, with, uh, you know, the, 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 the turnout may or may not be what it's supposed to be. It's a, it's a brown area, all right? So, you know, she, she still has that. If the vote is split between Crowley and Alexandria, there's a real good chance that Tony Potatoes wins. I've been waiting for Alexandria Casio keyboard to fucking blow up on her own. And she's been doing a great job of it, but I thought, fuck, it's not going to be enough. This might be what I've been looking for. This might be enough. Now, if she actually gets in, there's no fucking way that she's anybody's going to take her seriously. She'll be there for one term, and that's fine. But it would be nice to see her lose. I know you disagree with me, Spicky. Um, uh, you can you can put that in in, in your rant here, but um, I'm really interested in this now because just his name being on the ballot will siphon votes away from her. It won't take any away from Papas. Yeah, I think uh, I think Papas has a legitimate chance to to take this seat. Like I I, I truly do. Um, and, and to your point about name recognition, uh, that kind of goes both ways with uh, with Crowley yeah. and uh, the scream face lady there, uh, Tasio Cortez or whatever. I fucking hate her so much. Alexandria um, Casio keyboard. I dude, I honestly, man, like I I do like I want her to if like I don't want her to win. Like I think legitimately now. Papas has a chance, so I think he could take the seat. I don't want her to beat him, but I do like, you know, 
I want to see this fucking, I want to see a duel in the streets between her and Crowley. There's a 0% chance they debate. There's a, there's a 0% chance that uh, she's going to play it off like she's already got the seat like she has been doing. Yeah, she keeps going on TV saying that she's, like, elected and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, she is, Crowley, she is delusional. Crowley's not campaigning. That's the thing. He's just a name on a ballot. He's not campaigning. Right. You know, this, this even could be, uh, you know, kind of the Democrats doing of, you know, we'll lose the seat and, and save the party. Um, you know, there, yeah, there's a chance is, that, that that's what's going on. Which, which, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's a legitimate possibility. And realistically, that's what I was hoping would happen is that they would, she would tear them apart. Uh, cause she is not, she's not bright. Don't be fooled. I mean, she is fucking retarded. Is anybody like, fooled? I don't think anybody's no, fooled. Uh, well, she has I, these I crazy think... eyes, dude. Like, you can just look at her, and it's like, all right, like, she gives the most amazing head on the planet because, like, she's just fucking insane. Like, you can just tell. Like, there's there's nothing there but just pure, unadulterated fucking crazy. And she's yeah, stupid, I bet you... too. So, like, that even, like, she doesn't even <laughs> know any better. You know, it's just like, you know, just, oh, give me the dicks. You know, like, that's all that she's thinking. It's just like you know free dick care for all and everything like it's it, she's you've seen the interviews with her i mean she's a fucking oh, loon yeah. she is a fucking loon and you know it's she's like bernie sanders is a pretty smart guy i think he uh i i i i find it truly hard to believe that that retard actually believes you know most of the shit that he says she doesn't even know what she's talking about going full socialist like yeah we need to become venezuela uh, we need to do some really fucked up shit. Uh, we need to, uh, basically we need people starving. Um, I, I like, man, I want the socialist party to take off because it is taking votes away from like actual liberals and, uh, like people are going to look at this and they're going to realize, you know, in not too long that, uh, it is a very, 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 very poor idea. And uh, it it might be too late, you know, by the time they realize that the party could be destroyed because of more of these psychotic bitches that don't know what the fuck they're doing just show up and, like, shock the world with a seat. And then all of a sudden, you know, you get these uh, really fucking dumb, like, 18 to 20-year-old uh, inner-city Antifa kids who are like, socialism's a fucking great idea. And then uh, they realize down the road, not too long down the road that it's it's not a good idea at all well i said i said before you got here in the first hour and i believe it uh that uh the millennials you know uh, really went in in two ways and it's either like oh fuck i better start investing in like bitcoin and gold or uh capitalism is going to crash and the government's going to take care of me um it, it's it's radically radically different uh, but it, I mean, it is funny to find these people that, you know, think that, you know, oh, I'm not, I don't need to worry about my future because like the, you know, everything's going to crash and then, uh, the government will take care of me as if there wouldn't be some like big, you know, having to rebuild an entire fucking nation and uh, really a world, uh, if the U S were to, to crumble, um, you know, it's, it shows like not only short sightedness, but just a, yeah, I, I mean, this, these are the types of people that are just like, don't call a vagina a vagina, call it a front hole, and a mouth is an upper hole, and a butthole is a back hole. So it's, and I didn't do that. I didn't do that story on purpose, guys, because like I'm so tired of hearing that about it. It's not going to catch on outside of like jokes and shit. It's, it's not a real thing. Um, we're going to be done with that whole 
that whole thing probably in the next 10 years. Um, I, I don't, I don't really see that catching on, you know, even the lesbians are not on board with it. So uh, I, I don't see the whole tranny thing catching on, but a nice thing uh, is the uh, generic ballot for, uh, uh, for Congress. You know, that's just Democrat or Republicans, not naming anybody in particular, it's just Democrat or Republican. Um, that's de- now, and don't believe polls in August. Okay. They, they don't really matter, but, Rasmussen uh, says here that they're dead fucking even. So you got half the country's Republican, half the country's Democrat as far as who they're going to vote for in November. Uh, That's in July. They were up seven points. We've seen this so much and I'm not seeing any blue wave. But again, I, I don't trust any fucking poll in August because the reason you don't trust any poll in August is. Ask me what the generic, uh, like, can you tell me what the generic uh, ballot poll was fucking three months ago? No, you can't. Because it's too much. Too many things could happen between now and November. Whatever is going to decide the election in November has not happened yet. Uh, it will. It'll happen in October. So when it, when it hits October, it's really, really go time. Like, that's when you're going to hear a lot of poll-heavy stuff coming from Spicky and I. But right now, it doesn't mean anything. But it is nice to look at. Ah, shit. They were seven points ahead in July. And what happened in July? The news cycle so fast. I don't remember what the fuck happened in July. I'd have to go back and check previous shows about what the fuck happened in July. That, like, would cause a seven-point increase. Uh, It was probably had something to No, it was... uh, Yeah, it probably had to do with the whole fucking ice thing. You know, and that's that's their whole thing. Abolish ice and all of that. So, I mean, that's that's um, I don't know, at least interesting stuff. But uh, I'm pretty confident uh, our guy, Tony Potatoes, who I'm not going to endorse him outside of the fact that he is the only Republican running in, de- in that district. Um, I, I, you know, that's that's literally the only reason um, I don't know enough about him. I made up a funny nickname for him. That's it. So, is that Greek or Italian, by the way? Uh, be Greek, right? I don't know. He looks he looks Italian. I mean, they're people in the Mediterranean are not white, so they're basically the same thing. I mean, it's yeah, they're fucking Northern Jews and slash Africans. Uh, you know, they're like the Turks, basically. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't. But I mean, I don't really care about that. I was just more more curious. He is a funny looking guy yeah he's weird looking you're listening to right to brighton we're america man um so and there it is again that's so irritating i wonder if this will work you're listening to right to brighton Eh, it's a little better. I don't know. We'll get that fixed by next episode. But uh, South Africa, as you might have heard, is uh, doing this wonderful thing where they're taking away all of the land from the, the white farmers. And they've just actually started doing it. I don't know. They said they were going to do it. And we were like, oh, no, they're going to do it. And then now they've done it. And they're like, yeah. Um, a lot of them are running away to Australia, Russia, places like that. Personally, don't want them here just because, well, I, I don't like people with funny accents. But rather than if you search South Africa, you're going to get this story. Nike distances itself from viral K-word video rant of director's husband, Adam, some name I can't pronounce. It's not the K-word you're thinking. 
So I don't know what the K word is. It's apparently K star 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 R. Is it Kigger? That can't be it. I I I don't know, but that if you Google South Africa, that's the story you're gonna get. Not that uh, you know, you're 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 getting uh, uh, land ripped away from these farmers just because you know they're white people and like they they don't do the bad thing. Um, that's the story you get. There continues to be this ridiculous cover up uh, or blackout rather in media over South Africa, and I can't say that I know the most about it. Um, I, I'm an American. I, I'm not. It's not really my thing. You know. I think it's unfortunate. They're going to be the way of Zimbabwe very soon. But you know what does um, does affect me? It's from a, uh, a business tech website. South Africa is on the path to becoming another Zimbabwe and may require U.S. internet intervention. The Cato Institute has published a warning of the possible effects of uh, expropriating privately owned farmland may have on South Africa. In the post published on Monday, August 20th, the uh, the Institute's Marion L. Tuppy said that 18 years ago, Zimbabwe embraced a similar policy. As a consequence, South Africa's northern neighbor's uh, economy collapsed and the country descended into punery and political violence. Yeah, no shit. It's happening all the time. It's already fucking doing it. This scenario is likely to repeat itself in South Africa. An attack on property rights will result in the destruction of South Africa's farming community, dramatic reduction in agricultural productivity, and mass unemployment. It could uh, also lead to a collapse of of the banking sector. Very important, the banking sector over there. Uh, Which depends on land as collateral for loan making, and the local currency, hyperinflation, and even bloodshed. Uh, that bitch uh, added that in the early 1990s, the United States was heavily involved in negotiating the transfer of power from the ruling National Party to the current government. Yeah, that whole end apartheid shit that you saw in you know 1980s fucking movies. Uh, and as such, bears some responsibility. Oh, of course we bear responsibility now. Oh, yeah. <sighs> For uh, ensuring that South Africa's post-apartheid political settlement including protection of minorities and private property endures. President Trump should warn the South African government that if South Africa's constitution is amended to allow the expropriation without compensation, South Africa will be suspended from the African Growth and Opportunity Act, as Zimbabwe had been. Great. Okay. Uh, Moreover, the U.S. Congress should hold hearings on the situation in South Africa if the government of South Africa continues this destructive economic policies. Dude, they're being taken over by a bunch of black anti-white communists. All right. That's that's what's happening. They hate white folks. And on top of that, they're commies. Like there's it's a it's a double whammy on like how these people are fucking up. These are the types of people who are like, if we give every citizen a million dollars, then every citizen will be a millionaire. They they go into the uh, African Growth and, and Opportunity Act and all that shit that I don't care about. I don't care about helping other countries. It's not our job. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, America, America, why won't you help end apartheid? Oh, America, America, things are going wrong again because we ended apartheid. I'm still a Ron Paul guy. All right. Sorry. Just pull it all out. Sorry about it. We have shown that cleaning up our messes does not help. And if you throw money at a bunch of fucking Africans, it doesn't help anything. Although, Spicky, you remember when we uh, did that uh, did that segment on the, um, uh, what was it, Einstein's of Africa? Do you remember that? That was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That shit was funny. That was funny. But... <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's one of those things where like you you know you kind of like forget it happened forget like we did did it talked about it like that's one of those things where you could like talk about that every month do the same exact skit and it will never get old it was yeah it was a big (laughs) conference they had the you know the next einstein of africa it was like yeah it was fucking retarded (laughs) it was in south africa the only south african that we like honestly or at least they you know that i like is elon musk you know, and he, he had the uh, good sense to get the fuck out of there. But uh, listen to that. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, uh, the, the U.S. Uh, bears responsibility for this. Dude, you were the it was the same people that were like, do something, do something, do something. It never ends. It never ends. And the way South Africa is headed, it's not good. Like, if you're a white person in South Africa, I don't know, dude. Like, if you can't afford to get out. Don't spend your last days listening to this bu- fucking bullshit show. You know, it doesn't seem good. Uh, and, and we'd love to have you on the show, honestly. But, you know, I, I don't know what to say. Like, I think that we have it bad here. It's not anywhere near like that. Um, it's not good. Uh, but to say, like, the, the U.S., you know, we, we just we have to throw money at it. What are, It's one of the most corrupt fucking governments. All right. Like, all that happened after apartheid ended was, like, they uh, they had these people take over, and now it's just, like, a really corrupt fucking, you know, black government. And then they're like, all right, fuck white people. And then they are. They're going to starve to death. They're going to kill all the white people and then starve to death. But we are – it's going to be another fucking money pit for us to just throw money into. Now, I'm not completely delusional. I understand that this money comes out of fucking nowhere. But it's still not good. And it does, you know, fuck over – our country, you know, just like it's just more spending, puts you even further in a debt and all that. But it's just not our fucking problem. You know, I... And I'm, I'm definitely not going to be one of those people that's like, we need to take, uh, you know, Boer refugees. No, we don't. Sorry, we're full. I hate accents. Not into it. Uh, there's plenty of other countries willing to take them. Australia was going to be one of them, and th- there are some that have been there, but, uh, you know, people were mad and saying that it was racist. We got to take the blacks from South Africa. Yeah, because they're, you know, what, just because they're poor? Just because South Africa sucks? I, I I see where this is going, and it really is. It is going to be. They're going to just murder all the white people, and then all of the honest white folks here in America, the ones that are left, will just end up paying for it and be like, hey, why can't you get that, uh, you know, socialist economy off the ground with all of your really bright Einsteins you have over there. It's shitty and it will affect us. But that's something that I like to bring up to people all the time is like talk to them about resources. This might get them to care about the South Africa situation. It's like who's going to have to clean up the mess? Us. Like how would you like it? If let's say, okay, um, 
like the average person, let's just say, uh, which I think is about right. Uh, during your lifetime, you pay actually into as far as money that goes to things that doesn't come back to you or whatever, uh, about a hundred thousand dollars worth of, and, and don't quote me, I'm probably wrong, but about a hundred thousand dollars worth of, of taxes. Cause by the way, Mitt Romney was right. Half the country does not pay income tax. Okay. But like you, it'll, it'll get in there. You'll get the money into there. Say it's a hundred thousand dollars. That's a drop in the fucking bucket of what'll be going over to South Africa for them to prop up. You know, black folks trying to make communism work. What a waste. What a waste. It, it's just frustrating stuff, Spicky. I don't know. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, I th I'm pretty sure the last person to be convicted of murder in South Africa was a white guy who had no legs, and that was Oscar Pretorius. Uh, that runner dude, the Blade Runner. Remember that? He oh, shot his yeah. girlfriend. I'm pretty sure that's the last con like it was a white guy. That was the last like convicted murderer in that fucking country, I'm pretty sure. I mean, uh, don't quote me on that. I'm just assuming that's the case. Because this shit goes on all the fucking time. Uh, there's a literal fucking race war going on there. Yeah. And uh, I don't think I, the blacks are too retarded, especially, you know, sub-Saharan Africans. They are too retarded to understand that um, without white people in the farms there, they're going to be importing a lot of shit. They're not, they can't run the farms. They're failing. I mean, it is a, it is a third world country at this point. You know, I, mean, it, it, I mean, you've got like, you know, Johannesburg and uh, Johannesburg, it, uh, there's a lot of rapes and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, you, there's like every place. I mean, if you look at like, uh, you know, any house or whatever uh, with white people in it, you know, they have to have electric fences and shit and like bars uh, in, in their hallways and shit just in case people break down. That's no way to live. You know, no. uh, like that's that's fucking horrible. And I don't want to tell these people you know like hey you have to move because that's that's where that's where they grew up this is their land you know their their ancestors worked on it and things but like that's no way to fucking live and that's that, that is honestly where we could be headed except I, I i don't think it'll be like that because it won't be as sustained as it uh has been able to be because we're not going to be able to get any outside help because nobody's going to care about us it's not going to matter There'll just be mass starvation of the fucking streets and riots and, and full-blown just, you know, hey, we uh, – uh, the, the whole government's filled with a bunch of Obamas. It's not a good – you know, it's not a good look. It's not going to get us anywhere. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think people people really, you know, uh, they they don't realize quite what a race war would actually be. Um, well, and they the over... Latino, it'd be the Latinos fighting the blacks and then like white people would either move and then the rest of us would just get murdered or be living in cabins and shit in the Midwest. Like it'd be horrible. It would be, Oh no, it'd be no. fucking terrible. I'm not an advocate for it. It would suck. I would, uh, I would take a guillotine before I fucking took a cabin in the Midwest. Fuck that. <laughs> That's no way to live. Fuck the Midwest. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, people, you know, th this is a good example as to what a race war would be, especially, you know, uh, when you start electing a bunch of these retards. Like, these kids and these, these fucking socialists and these fucking communists and these left-leaning retards who are putting people in office here in this country that uh, 
don't have a fucking clue. They don't care about you. They care about personally enriching themselves. They are getting personally enriched by the fucking Jews who want to see this happen here. That is a fact. So uh, look at South Africa. That is uh, that is what they want this country to be in 20 to 30 fucking years. They want this to happen here. That sure. is ultimately the fucking plan. But you know what? The people who are voting for this shit, they're still going to go home to their gated communities. They're still going to go home. They're going to be fine. At least so they think. I mean, till till the real bad shit happens. But they're making a fucking shitload of money selling out our people, our resources. They've been doing it for fucking a hundred fucking years now. It's I, there's I mean there's a lot of a lot of blame to be you know tossed around as far as like um, voting in women is a fucking another terrible fucking yeah. idea. You know women, but I mean just it's kind of a you know, global capitalism thing really at this point, you know, a lot of those people, these really rich uh, motherfuckers are going to, you know, move to other countries, you know, Israel, New Zealand, um, things like that. There's, there's tons of rich folks that are trying to, um, you know, get land in New Zealand because when everything goes to shit here, oops, oh, well, and they'll have the money and they can go and they go to, you know, you can go to New Zealand. They don't care about America. I care about America. I care about American culture. Yeah. I care about, um, you know, our country, our status in the world um, as the only superpower. Um, but you're right. There's a ton of people that want to see that, you know, go to the wayside. And they're actively promoting the end of America. Uh, when you have elected officials like Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, saying America was never great, and then quickly backpedaling because it just wasn't the right time. Although there's plenty of people that cheer that on. That's not good. Oh, yeah. It's not good. So, I mean, we, we could uh, – we aren't there yet. It's not – I'm not, not going to sit here and, like, you know, fear monger. We're not there yet. But yeah, no, but that's what they want. That you're well, yeah, that's well. They want a uh, a better version of what's going on in South Africa because they're like, oh, this time it won't be like that because that just happens to be, uh, you know, the the excuse is like, well, that one wasn't real communism. That that's you know, it's fine. Um, but yeah, they they certainly don't want to don't want white folks around. Um, it's. It's certainly scary, and I definitely don't want to fucking pay for it. I know that, but I know that's what's going to happen. It's just it's going to go the way of Zimbabwe, and then America's going to foot the bill for it because, uh, you know, oh, it was your fault to begin with. But, you know, somebody uh, that, you know, it's, it's and this is an interesting one. This is our last story of the night, and I'm not going to try to do a, um, uh, a little thing for it because I don't want it to make the buzzy noise again. Um, if you don't want the buzzy noise to ever come back, you need to do go ahead and donate all of your paycheck like just just <laughs> all of it just put it in the stream labs uh or or paypal or something do that maybe buy a shirt uh you know that's the way to do it and there'll never be uh a, a buzzy noise again um but former nazi camp guard deported from u.s to germany i can't pronounce this motherfucker's name he looks like an npc in skyrim like he, he's, <laughs> yeah the skeleton yeah he's you know he's just old uh 95 years old suspected of war crimes in poland expelled as german minister says there is no cutoff point to justice can't pronounce his name lived in queens new york uh he landed uh at 
Dusseldorf Airport on Tuesday morning. Uh, he's accused of having lied to gain entry into the U.S. almost 70 years ago, claiming he was a Polish farmer. Almost 20 years ago, the U.S. authorities determined that he had been a member of the SS. Um, now, one, I want to know who was on his ass about that. Like, how, how did they... That was 50 years that went by, you know, and it was like... I, I think he should be deported because he lied uh, to get into the country. I agree that there's no cutoff on uh, you getting the fuck up out of here. If you lied, you get to go. Okay? Sorry. You just got to, you got to, you know, uh, you can go ahead and goose step on out of here, pal. But uh, I want to know who who found out 20 years ago about that. There's no way that it was, uh, oh, they did send a tweet. The ADL. Who'd have thunk? Oh, it? yeah, they did. Yeah, that's uh, that's weird. They have no, you know, real agenda, except they don't like defamation, you know, right? The they actually, uh, they petitioned for this to happen about a month ago. Well, apparently they've been at it for years. I don't know if they were back at it 20 years ago or how they found out, but they, they even said it was like seven, eight years ago. Uh, they were trying to do that. But uh, his citizenship, uh, which was granted in 1957, was revoked in tw- uh, 2003. 2005, uh, judge orders his expulsion. Why wasn't he kicked out then? Because of our very shitty laws. But German authorities resisted taking him, saying the crimes he was alleged of, uh, alleged to have carried out took place on foreign soil. So they didn't even know where to send this guy. Uh, the U.S. was unable to prosecute him for the same reason. Both Poland and Ukraine, in which the part of Poland where, I don't know, uh, was located now lies, refused to take the fella claiming he was Germany's responsibility. So nobody wanted the guy. Uh, it's all going on. But the uh, thanks to pressure from the ADL, uh, this fellow who, from what I can tell, he was a guard at, uh, at a camp in Poland. Um, they take the 95-year-old fellow off in a stretcher, and there you go. Uh, I'm surprised he survived the flight, to be honest. But... These same people who are celebrating this, and not only the Trump administration, who I know is just virtue signaling, you know, you had Donald Trump and Mike Pence, like, we got a Nazi and we sent him off. It's like, dude, it's a fucking 95 year old man. Like, I, he should go because I don't want anybody here uh, on the US. But man, like, you just, you just say, you just say Nazi and, and then that's it, you know. Uh, those same people are like, yeah, you ought to let Roman Polanski come back. Never mind the anal rape of a child. He was a he made some good movies. You ought to let him come on back in here. It's just strange the whole double standard. And this is not the this is not the first uh, former Nazi uh, that has uh, been convicted or whatever. I believe. Uh, speaking of just like old shows we did, it was uh, I don't know when was the there was the old lady. One of them was a was a Nazi or something, and, and she like died before uh, before you know they could do anything about it um it's crazy how like this is this is the worst thing that's ever happened guys was was the holocaust i don't think that this guy i mean i could be wrong you know i'm not a i'm not a history buff i don't know but i don't think that he was uh shoveling jews into the oven i don't think that that happened as far as maybe him doing it or anything i again i'm not a history buff but the, these these crimes supposedly, um, I, I 
well, I mean, what could it be? He's a, he's a guard. I mean, he wasn't, they got all the ones, you know, like they got, you know, all the ones during the, uh, the, the, what was it? The Nuremberg uh, trials. They, you know, they got all of those guys. Where did, where did they, this guy like sneak through, you know, and then they finally found them, you know, 20 years ago. Uh, and that, you know, just serving in the military on an opposing side, the side that lost the war. Um, what are they going to do with this 95 year old guy? Are they going to, was he going to go to fucking, what does prison for a 95 year old guy look like in Germany? I don't know what German prisons look like. I know that they're better, you know, suited for living than, than American prisons. I just like, this is in a photo. There's like tons of people and they're they're all very clearly jewish because i can tell from the from the hat uh they're like you know no polish in the usa uh, swastika you know crossed out it's the end of the day for uh for for his name like what a what a weird thing like this th uh, am i i mean i'm not it's just one of those weird things. These are the, the same people that are happy about this are fine with the guy that killed Molly Tibbetts being here. But that guy killed Molly Tibbetts on July 18th. I don't know what happened during that, during that whole era. I, I, in this article, they don't even tell me what he's been accused of other than He's a Nazi. Like we uh, we live in fucking crazy town, USA. I'm not defending this guy. I don't care about this guy. I don't care about fucking World War Two, from any side of the aisle. I don't care about World War Two. It's over. It's old. I just hope Takashi Six Nine doesn't go to prison. All right, I don't care about World War II. This is apparently far more important than Molly Tibbetts getting necked by a goddamn illegal. You gotta, you know, you just gotta focus on the things that we can actually help right now. That's the that's the weird part to me is my brain doesn't function like this. I guess other people's might. I don't know. Speaking, am I wrong here? Like, this just seems weird. I think he should be support deported because he lied to get into the country. That's the, like, only thing that I care about is that. I don't care where they send him. I don't, I don't care about that. I don't care about this guy. I just, what a weird thing. And this is just tons all over the news. The president's tweeting about it. My, my Pence is tweeting about it. Seems like a weird thing to be obsessed about. I will be so happy when nobody ever talks about fucking World War II again. I, can we have another one so that people will... Because you never hear it about anybody talking about World War One, except the nerds. You know, they'll be like, oh, Franz Ferdinand. Like, I, you know, well, just Jesus, fuck. I'm tired of hearing about it. This fucking old geezer motherfucker. Kick him out. That's fine. But, uh, like, I just don't understand. I don't get it. I can't grasp it. It's I, I'm probably just too stupid. I just I don't know. Speaking just what a weird thing. Yeah, uh, this guy is clearly not a threat to anybody at this point. But this just goes to show you that Jews will hold a grudge forever, and they're going to play victim as long as they can no, under any circumstance. None of them. Uh, none of them were around. 
This guy is very no. clearly so much older than all of these people here. Yeah, uh, yeah, by quite a bit. Uh, I mean, this guy is literally they 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 sh they un they they unpackaged a fucking dead guy and uh, shipped him overseas. Meanwhile, uh, Kate Steinley's murderer is uh, is still here in this. Well, country. that was an accident, dude. He just found the gun and it just discharged. You know. Yeah, yeah, yep. It was an accident when he got deported and came back, and then, and then, uh, you know, this this should have a better life, man. It was America's fault that Mexico was so fucking shitty. Yeah. I I wish I wish you know when you have conclusive evidence of somebody who came here illegally and committed any sort of crime along those lines. I uh, I honestly wish it was law. Not there's no trial. Well, maybe you could. Okay, we could argue a trial. Uh. What was he committing? Oh, just fucking execute them with a forty-five hollow point to the back of the head. Game over. Forty-five cents. Don't send them to prison. I don't want to fucking pay for that shit. Well, I want them gone. All of them. Set a fucking precedent. No, I don't care. This guy. Do yes. Yes, no, we can. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna advocate for that. Uh, mm -hmm. But I am. Well, that's you're just you're wrong. But no. No, I'm not. It's cheaper. It's cheaper than fucking paying. I'm for not gonna sit here. I, no, we're not gonna wig at it tonight. I'm not doing that. Um, I just want to know what the, he was. He's what? Who was he hurting currently? I mean, yeah, he probably should have been deported a long time ago. That's you know, the like only thing he, that I care about. Literally yeah, maybe when he was in his when he was in his seventies, not like the guy's like literally fucking. He's dead. Like well, this guy him. is he's dead. On He's on social security uh, or, or was I'm sure. So fuck him. Like kick him out of here. I'm, I'm fine with that. I just, it, it, it's so sensational of just like, Oh, it's like, what are they going to do when all of the, when all of the Nazis are gone? Well, they had to make new ones. Oh now. no. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. You and I are Nazis. Apparently. Now, and you didn't know that. It's just it weird. It's just, it's fucking weird. I'm not even sure what the guy did other than like serve on the wrong side of a war, you know? He served on the side that lost, and, uh, you know, there you go. Um, like I said, I'm not taking this guy's side. I don't care about this motherfucker. I really don't. And I think he should be gone from my country because he came here in the wrong way. Uh, he he kind of looks like Peter Teff's uh, grandfather or something, to be honest with you. If you look at that uh, visa photo. Oh, yeah, yeah, the young photo, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he looks like Peter Teff. That's fucking awesome. Well, no, but the old him kind of looks like Randy Quaid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. Holy fuck. What if, uh, you know, what if they're all related? Yeah, That'd no, we got to deport Randy Quaid. Oh, well. Um, well, we're keeping Peter Taft. I love that guy. Yeah, He's yeah. fucking amazing. It's, uh, okay. Well, I don't know. This is this is spiraled into places that, uh, that it shouldn't have. It's been a real up and down show of, like, I, I I don't know I don't know what it is but um all right you got any uh any last words try to I, I you know try to try to keep a try to keep a lid on it uh but uh you got anything else before we hit the road here yeah kind of remember back when uh we were gonna do two hour and a half shows yeah. a week and uh I I was an hour late and we still did an hour and a half show yeah yeah. Man, we just talk for fucking ever. That is what it is. I mean, wait until uh, 
Guys, wait until uh, wait until we start charging you for one of the episodes there. It'll be a premium episode. Then, yeah, then wait until we do a live show. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, technically live. But yeah, we're in the well, same room here. Yeah, Spicky's coming here next month. That's going to be good. We're going to have a, a real big ordeal uh, for you guys. Green screens and, and fucking multicams and all that. We, we're designing a, a thing right now. Um, it should be cool. But uh, all right, we're gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna go ahead and take a hike. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we will go ahead and see you on Sunday. <laughs>